This podcast is sponsored by JList.com. On JList.com, you can shop from a constantly evolving catalog of anime merchandise, such as toys and books, Japanese snacks, anime computer games, and so much more. Support this podcast and visit JList.com for all of your anime shopping needs. My, my most vivid uh, nightmare. We need, a, we need like a more fun dream than that one. That was kind of... Weird. <laughs> well, weird. The little, question was, what is the flat. most unusual dream? Give me a good one this time. Come on. Well, this one's a this one's a nightmare. Okay. I had when I was a very small child. Oh shit! I still remember it to haunt this you, day. Haunt you forever. Yeah, it happened after I watched Freddy Krueger when I was like five years old. That'll do it. And it was a dream of it was me and my sister, and we're walking down the street. You are listening to the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Make your anime addiction worse at aaapodcast.com. And now, here are your anime addicts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 327th episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. I am your host, Mitsugi, and I am happy to be here with my friend, Kazuo. So say hello, buddy. What is up, everybody? It's good to be back for another exciting episode of the podcast. What might be our mission on this podcast? Our mission is to make your anime addiction oh, worse. Oh, yeah. So you can find us at our website, www.aaapodcast.com. We're getting really close to our having 300... Uh, accounts on the website, so that's pretty exciting. So um, everybody go to the website, and you can make a free account on there, which will let you do all kinds of stuff, like sign up for our character battle, and ah. we go into more of that later. Of course, if you want to, if you want to contribute to the podcast, we d- we don't expect nothing. We don't, we don't give you nothing in return. We, we don't have, expect nothing. <laughs> we give you hent- <laughs> we have hentai episodes, hobby addicts, and after parties. We just recorded a hobby addicts episode where Kazuo and I talked about old, older JRPGs, so a little video game talk for those of you that, that uh, like that kind of thing. So you can go to our website, www.aaapodcast.com, and get all that and check it all out. We're also on Google Play now. Oh, that is true. Google Play Music. I know it's a little confusing because Google Play is their, their store where they have all their apps, but there's Google Play Music, which now has podcasts that you can subscribe to through that service and listen to it that way. So if you're an Android user... And you want to try that out, give it a shot, and we're there. Previous polls suggest that more than 40% of you are using Android phones to listen to this podcast. I know I am. If you're one of those people, you might want to check out us on Google Play because it is free and probably more, a lot more friendly to your Android phone than iTunes. Well, since you can't use it. Especially since you can't <laughs> use iPhone, iTunes. Right, so we're doing this for, for you, Android people, so here's to you. So on this episode, we are going to watch and rip DBZ. Dragon Ball Super, I should say. Uh, yeah, yeah. D- no, not DBZ. DBS. Whatever. It, it's all DBZ. Um, so, I am a Dragon Ball fan, for sure. There's no doubt about that. But I'm not above ripping D- Dragon Ball Super for how shitty it is. So, what we're going to do is we're going to watch two episodes of Dragon Ball Super. At the first two episodes following the Frieza arc, the resurrection of Frieza. 
Oh, good. That's where I left off. Yep, me too. And I don't know if anything is going to be good or... I have no idea what's coming, but I assume it's going to suck because it's Dragon <laughs> well, Ball Super. So we'll, yeah. we'll, 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 we'll figure it out. And then we're going to do a review that I have a feeling is a very highly contested or yes. at least polarizing of Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash, otherwise known as Hi Togen Soto Grimgar. Okay, <laughs> sure. That's my crazy Japanese way to say it. So. We got some really good emails this last week, and I oh, we did, man. They they were, they were pretty awesome. I have one of them I want to talk about real quick. Okay. Um, one of our listeners who goes by I'll just call him BD. You get he'll know who he is. Um, he did. He went the extra mile and did something very nerdy, which I appreciated. Actually, did a sort of a regression analysis on our on our I don't even know what that means. A regression analysis <laughs> is when you take a variable that is seen across like a lo- a huge sample and try to be, and try to and try to use it to prove that that it is responsible for something. So you could say like okay. Oh, in this in these cities the income is really low and the cri- so is that affecting the crime rate? Like that type of thing. Okay. I don't know. Any it could be anything. Okay. Okay. So you're trying to find a, a, a causality or something like that within. It's like oh, and in, in these in, in in the past fifty years during months where it, you know you compare like how much rainfall you've had to like how much how much the grass has grown and try to make whatever. Okay. Anyway, so he created an impact versus an impact score versus a rating score using my anime list, okay. and outlined how much. Well, first of all, he determined that. We have, based on his impact index he created, which I love is so nerdy, this is me. Got a scatter plot like in data right This guy's amazing. <laughs> showed that we actually ended up selecting, passing most of the highest impact shows from this last season. D- define impact shows. I don't know if I can do that. Okay. We'd have to have him come on here and do it, but um, imp- I assume impact is the higher the impact, the better it is. Okay. The better overall anime it is based on some kind of statistics. But um, I believe, if I recall, he also proved that we... In- so after he sent that to me, I was so like impressed and happy someone actually did something nerdy that's like kind of what I do for my job, mm-hmm. that I sent him our poll data. Nice, okay. I said, let's see if you can take this poll data and use it to, to your benefit. So I believe that the result was that he said that um, he believes that we were being trolled and that the vote... And that, and that by splitting... By having like the two most popular shows have their votes split, we split the vote. Yeah, that's why Super Lovers ended up winning. That's a that's a common issue with uh, politics when you have a third party candidate running. Is that normally it'll split the vote with the cl- the candidate closest to their policies, which then results in the less desired candidate winning. And the chat is spinning off the, um, what they think BD stands for. Oh. Billy D Williams. Who's that? I already know what it stands for. Big. D- yep. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So, oh, did you say who is Billy D. Williams? Yeah. Who is that? Yeah, uh, he's uh, Lando Calrissian. Who the heck's that? Uh, what? The, it's the guy from Star Wars. Oh, I don't really. The real smooth black dude who was hitting on really, Princess Leia. I don't really watch Star Wars. All right, whatever. Damn. So I can't. I can't do everything. Okay. So yeah. So thank you for that. I really enjoyed your the effort that you put into that. I can tell that. I can tell that you uh, spent some time on it. So I I really enjoyed that. So, next up, we still have our character battle sign-ups going for the, for the Church of Mitsuki versus the Millie Archangel character battle. You can go to our website, which, once again, is aaapodcast.com. If you scroll down, there's, like, a picture of the bracket. You can click on the bracket and make your own bracket, which will enter you into our contest 
which where you can win a $100 gift card from JList.com. And second place gets a copy of Sei Naru Kana, The Spirit of Eternity Sword 2, which is an anime-themed JRPG epic. You will get that. And if you get a perfect bracket, what happens, Kazuo? Uh, Mitsugi will fly to your house with $1,000 cash in his pants and allow you to fish it out with your teeth. <laughs> with your teeth? Nope, just joking. <laughs> okay. The last part was added in. So I thought we so so just for amusement, I wanted so, so that's some pretty good stuff considering it doesn't cost anything to sign up. Takes five minutes. I actually have I have a lot of fun making my bracket, trying to like pick who will, who who would win in a fight or who would who's going to win the vote. Right. Yeah. I have a lot of fun I, doing. I was that. working on mine during the uh, the um, uh, hobby addicts episode that we did earlier, and I and I'm just stressed and I don't know who to pick, but it's it's fun. All right, so I so I pulled two I pulled two matches out of the out of the bracket and I want to mention them and see who 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 you think will win. Okay. So there is a match in the first round. In the first round, every match is a Moe girl versus a manly guy. Right. It's Moe versus Trichimitsugi, right? Mm -hmm. So the match is Sailor Moon versus Jet from Cowboy Bebop. I pick I tried to pick a couple that I thought were either like funnily off balance or kind of Maybe close, close in like the poll, and right. I think this one's close. So here's here's the thing with with these um, battles is that it's not necessarily which character is the coolest or the most powerful or anything like that. It's who is the more popular character because that's generally who wins the vote. So in this okay, case, so who's more popular, Jet or, or Sailor Moon? Of course, Sailor Moon. So you think Sailor Moon will win? Yeah, hundred percent. So on your bracket, when you when you make your bracket, you're gonna put Sailor Moon down. Definitely. Okay. All right. I don't know who the chat thinks would win that match, but we'll, maybe they can throw it into the into the chat and we'll see who, what they think. The um, the other match I wanted to mention, and this one's just fun and funnily off balance, is Joseph Joestar. Okay. Versus Chio Mihama from Alzumanga. Oh God. <laughs> you, do you know Chio Mihama? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's like the girl who 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 is she skips like three grades and she's like eight years old and right seven and like ninth grade or whatever. I, I mean, manly JoJo man versus little forty-five pound girl. Yeah, it's who got, wins that? It's got to be JoJo. Oh, oh, you think so? I think so. <laughs> I think JoJo's the popularity of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure at this point in time is is far beyond that of Asmanga. There's an awful lot of Jet in the chat. Well, that's because Jet is awesome, but I don't think everyone. Do you I, see now why it's hard to get a perfect bracket? I don't think. I think a lot of people aren't going to know who Jet is, to be honest. Even even when they see uh, his photo, no, I, I yeah, even when they see his photo, I, I that when we went to that con and did that little quiz thing where people tried to name the anime characters based on their photos, that broke me. I was like, people just don't know. You it. were broken. People, do, I I I thought everybody knew these characters. I'm like, this is just common knowledge. I but, was trying to make it, but people, we tried to make it easy. Did people we not? legitimately don't know the most basic anime characters out there. It's I'm just mind boggling. Gonna, I'm just gonna say that thanks to me, that was the best panel of the entire weekend. Okay, well, I'll throw that out there. That's that's one person's opinion. Do you know? <laughs> do you know that I was doing one arm push ups on stage dressed as Saitama? Uh, yes, I know. I was doing one arm push ups <laughs> while holding a microphone with the other hand, singing the singing the, the Pokemon, singing the theme, Pokemon theme, song. theme song, dressed as Saitama. Right. You will never see that again in an anime con, unless you go to another anime con. Maybe I'll do that. Saitama. And next time, I'll just call. It, I'll just call the panel. Mitsugi or uh, one arm push ups for with Saitama. That, that'll be the name of the panel. And that it's just you doing that the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, so I should also mention that if if you do like JRPGs and you want to check them out because we don't get any in the states anymore, it seems. J uh, Jlist.com has over three hundred 
English visual novels and import PC and PlayStation games. That's a shitload of games. So most of them are JRPGs. So it's worth checking out. If you're uh, if you're heading into the summer lull for video games and you don't have anything anything to play, go check them out because they do have a lot of stuff. So the next thing we're gonna have to skip because Chiaki's gone and we haven't had the trivia updated. So there's no trivia. How rude! But we do have an in-show trivia question for you. And uh, would you like to read that, Cosmo? Sure. Um, it's pretty simple. It says in the anime Charlotte, what exactly is Charlotte? She's do a spider. <laughs> do you remember? No. Oh uh, wait. Um, I remember the anime. It's a, it's a what, not a who. What is Charlotte? I don't remember. Okay. Man, that's weird. It's time for an almighty anime mailbag. Anime. 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 Mailbag. Bag, 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 bag. Once again, if you want to if you want to submit a mailbag, you can do it on our website, www.aaapodcast.com. We're only 75 mailbags behind, so <laughs> eventually we'll catch up. <laughs> only we'll, 75. We'll never catch up, but eventually we will read your mailbag, I promise. First mailbag, Cosmo. First mailbag comes from The Viva La Jady, and it says, Hello, AAA crew. I've been interested in the magical girl genre lately, and so far I have seen Cardcaptor Sakura, Princess Tutu, and Puella Magi Madoka Magica, which is a very difficult name to say, uh, which is my all-time favorite anime. Wow. So, are there any good shows from this genre you can suggest I watch uh, that is available to buy on DVD? Oh shit! Well, I didn't. Ooh. I guess I missed that last part. Yeah. My, my number one recommendation is out the window. What was your number one recommendation? Best Magical Girl thing I've ever watched is Little Witch Academia from Trigger. It's twenty five minutes long and is absolutely a marvel. Little Witch, Little Witch Academia, best Magical Girl thing I can recommend to you flat out but i don't think you i don't i doubt it's on dvd so i would check that out for sure anyway well, one way or the other you could check jlist.com to see if they have <laughs> <laughs> yes of course um chiaki would, would recommend princess tutu if she was here well i think he mentioned that he has seen that did he yes in his question. he said he saw card capture sakura oh he did say princess tutu yep he did not put see i pay attention he didn't he or she did not put commas in between his list i know so I didn't that made it that. difficult to read all right well uh, that one's out and uh, he didn't say he's seen Sailor Moon. True. So, that is, I mean, I mean, you kind of have to magical girl. You kind of have to, right? Yeah, it's mandatory. I think so. And um, anything that's Nanoha prior to the latest Nanoha is good. Especially the yeah. second Nanoha season is gr- is actually actually great. I would say. Right. The but, latest um, one wasn't it, terrible. It, it was dog shit beyond dog shit. Well, okay. It was one of the worst anime we've ever reviewed on this podcast. Is it really? Oh yeah, man. Oh my, you didn't? You, did you not watch it? Yeah, I did. Man, my memory is so. Do you bad. not remember how the whole thing was just like basically sexual pandering, and then they basically just ended the story without any kind of even an attempt at a conclusion? It That's ended. It ended in the middle of a tournament. That's a good point. Actually, that <laughs> that, that would be like Yu Yu Hakusho ending before the Taguro fight and never having any more content. Yeah. You know how frustrating that is. You don't even get to see who wins the damn tournament. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, never All right, mind. So you have a list here. You're really I, good at this. I, I'm really good. I'm really good at googling top ten lists. All right, here comes the top ten list for Magical Girl shows. Uh, this is according to uh, Honey. How feed? old is this list? This is uh, 2015, so last year. I, I think assume October. I assume Little Witch Academia will be on here. Number ten, 
uh, according to this random list that I found when I Googled it. <laughs> Happy Seven. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. All right. Uh, number nine, Card Capture Sakura. Right, okay. He Classic. said he'd seen that one already. Yes. Very good. Uh, number eight. Pretty, pretty Cure. Oh, oh, Pretty Cure. Okay. That's, pretty Cure is like really little kid stuff. Right. I, I had like five-year-old, seven-year-old girls, girl students in Japan who watched that, so. Okay. Uh, number Princess seven, Princess Tutu. Tutu. Okay, very good. Yep. Uh, number six, God Karin. Never heard of it. Kamichama Karin. Never heard of it. No, never heard of it. But the picture reminds me of uh, a little snow fairy sugar, which is a very cute magical girl show with like fair, like little pixie fairies. Okay. Okay. Next. Uh, number five, Shugo Chara. Heard of that? Yeah, that's popular. Okay. Number four, uh, Magical Doremi. Doremi. That one looks like really, really little kids. For little kids. Yeah, I have no idea what that is. Uh, number three, oh, Sailor, Sailor Moon, Moon, of course. Number two, uh, Madoka Magica. What the hell could number one be? And number one is what? What? This list is dog shit. Korewa Zombie Deska? Are you kidding? Oh my god! How is that number one? <laughs> Yet again, another terrible top ten list. You, you heard it here. What's that website? Uh, a Honeyfeed. It's a it's a blog. So blog dot Honeyfeed. Blog dot Honeyfeed. According to blog dot Honeyfeed, Korewa Zombie Disco is, is the, better than Madoka Magica. It is the best magical oh, girl Jesus. anime. Oh my god! The chat is ablaze with anger. That I don't even understand. Wow. That was a bad list. I, well, so, yeah. I mean, I was with them right up until the very end. I was like, what? Wow. Okay, next mailbag. That was, that was, I got to get the taste out of my mouth. Arbiter Fox writes, yo, AAA crew. Yo. I was wondering, have you considered inviting any anime YouTubers for a Skype in guest spot on the show? Perhaps just an interview or maybe get their thoughts on the current anime season. You, you could also put it to a vote as to who you should invite since the democracy of the Church of Mitsugi has always been so fair. We are pretty. <laughs> we are pretty fair, aren't we? Oh, I mean, it's your church. You, uh, I think we're fair. Okay. Um, you all are great. May the power of bacon compel ye. Mm. Actually, I have bacon in my oven, and I'm gonna go get it at the news break. Yes. And I have several coronitas lined up. Oh, we have plans for those coronitas. <laughs> so, Cosmo, you're the YouTube lover. So, what do you think about this? I mean, I I think it would be cool to have um, people who you know also are into the same stuff that we're into that are popular in their own rights on our show and then we can kind of like cross pollinate and share audiences i i don't see anything wrong with that at all i uh, i have i actually have invited some youtubers in the past and we've had some youtubers on the show already true but all of the youtube anime people that i invited flaked out on me Oh. I invited, I think, two different ones, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we're totally, I'm totally in, we're gonna do it." And then when the time came to come on, they never answered me again. Weird. So I didn't, I never invited another one after that. Huh. Well, not I mean, that that means they're all bad. I just might have picked, you know, a couple that, you know, right. I don't know. I don't know what to say. They flaky or eh. they forgot. I have no idea. Who knows? I mean. Uh, I'm not against it. I don't think you're against it. Nope, if, not really. If the audience has specific people they would like us to reach out to, we certainly can. The problem is, is that our audience is very different from the YouTube audience, even though we're broadcasting on YouTube. Because yeah, it it can. I mean, it's it's hard to say because it's like, what is the YouTube audience? I, I mean, technically, I'm a YouTube audience but member. You're, like, I the vast majority of my entertainment comes from podcasts and YouTube. I I agree that you are sort of a blend. But the people that listen to our to our podcast are listening to it at work to make their work suck less, right. to make their commutes suck less, to make cutting the grass suck less. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean. It's the same thing I do. I do the same thing. True. 
and these long format radio style shows are they have a they have a very specific usage and i don't think that people that watch like at most 10 minute long anime clips on youtube are going to be interested in listening to a 2 hour audio podcast we're just not we're not meant for the same audience yeah no i could definitely see that uh, you know i i remember once upon a time when i had my macbook <laughs> i was planning on cutting out like our reviews and putting those separately on youtube but unfortunately my current chromebook that is one of the few things it cannot do I would like that. I would like it if if you or somebody would do that. But let me tell you, it's a it's a shitload of work. It wasn't actually it, for me. It was really easy, especially with my I, MacBook, because I would literally just rip the audio and and throw in a, a background image and just throw it up as a video. And it's like you know, however long our reviews are. Well, maybe if this app ever gets made, we need to buy you another laptop. <laughs> yeah, right. Because because I because I was writing blogs and stuff on on other websites too, but I just can't yeah. keep up with it. It was super easy, and it, and the and the ones that I put up there actually got a lot of views. Oh, we like, should. I mean, maybe we need to buy you know, buy you a laptop or something. Hey. Of course, that mobile app is going to break us. So, true. Uh, if it ever gets made. All right, <laughs> next mailbag. I like how you threw that in at the last second. If it ever gets made. Um, next well, we're working on it. <laughs> They're just epically slow. Next mailbag here. Let's see. This one comes from Cruz Jones. Ah, Cruz Jones. It says here, dear anonymous anime addicts, what is the most unusual and trippy dreams that you guys have had? Uh, it says from Cruz, the sad fat man child. Wow. <laughs> I love it. The sad fat man child. I love that. Um, I don't remember my dreams ever. No? I never remember them. Nope. I do. I can't remember them for more than like an hour. I have a lot of like very vivid dreams. And I also. Um, uh, let's hear your best one. God, that's so many. Um, okay, so I will tell you. I'll tell you the one I had last night. Sounds good. Um, last night, I was dreaming that I was on a small boat rowing down a canal. Like the boat was moving down this canal. What the hell? And it was like a rubber boat. And you had to, like, when I would climb, get under, like, inside the boat, like, you know, you can go, like, down into the boat. Yeah. It was, like, just, just open, large living area. And so it was, and so I went back up top, and I would see on the shore people playing music. <laughs> like, it was, a, it was a Japanese band. I remember that much. And there was, like, a dude playing a guitar on a rooftop, and then we'd go further down the canal, and there was another dude singing. And then I remember thinking, like, that's a really cool song. I wonder what that song is. So I, 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 I took out my – this is all in my dream. I took out my phone, and I was trying to write down the lyrics as the guy was saying them <laughs> so that I can Google Haven't you ever heard is. of Shazam? Right. Apparently not in my dream. So, yeah, and, and I was so I was trying to find the lyrics to the song that they were singing on the rooftops of the canal as I rode down right. on a boat. That was last night. I had another one, uh, my, my most vivid – uh, nightmare. We need a, we need like a more fun dream than that one. That was kind of weird. <laughs> well, weird. The little, question was, what is flat? the most unusual dream? Give you me had? a good one this time. Come on. Well, this one's a this one's a nightmare. Okay. I had when I was a very small child. Oh shit! I still remember it to haunt this you, day. Haunt you forever. Yeah, it happened after I watched Freddy Krueger when I was like five years old. That'll do it. And it was a dream of it was me and my sister and we're walking down the street and it's like the middle of the night. But everything is like blood red, like the sky is red and everything like that. But you can tell it's nighttime because it's very dark. And we're walking down this empty street and we're holding hands. And I'm like, you know, five or six. She's two years older than me. And we're passing by these um, kind of like condos on the side, on the left side. And one of them in my dream, I know is my uncle's house. So I'm like, okay, well, we got to get to my uncle's house because this is all very scary and dangerous and all that. So we, we find it and we go up to the front door and next to the front door um are these two like black garbage bags and so i go to ring the doorbell and as i go to ring the doorbell 
some people like jump out of the garbage bags and like grab me and my sister and pull us in. And then I woke up. What were you doing watching Nightmare on Elm Street when you were five? I, I, I have very questionable parents. <laughs> That's okay. My, uh, my mother and I used to watch horror movies when I was little too. And I remember I was like six or seven watching one of the, one of the Amityville horror movies, which frankly aren't much better. Yeah. No, I have very vivid dreams and I also have sleep paralysis and like I can also control a lot of my dreams. It's All weird. right. You want to read the next mailbag? I got to take care of something. Oh, sure thing. Uh, let's see. The next one here is a short one. It comes from the creepster and it says, Mitsugi, I'm just wondering who patrols the pit of hell uh, where you keep all the Moe characters that you have thrown in? Well, let me tell you something. And I should probably put the Moe hat on. Okay. Once the I, Moe hat. I do this. Or sorry, the, yeah, the Pope hat. <laughs> Whoa. Sorry, I misspoke. So, and I, and I think maybe I need to, I need some, I need some Mozart music going on here for the church. What What do you think? What do you think happens? Uh, wait, who controls the uh, the pit of hell? The yeah. What do you think? Yeah. That's a very good question. I think you have your um, your your guardians of the pit, your 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 legendary manly characters. I would assume. Yeah. Is that what you think happens? So yeah, I would think so. Or is there like a Cerberus type dog? Well, let me let me tell you what happens. Once once the Moe girls get thrown into the pit of hell, they aren't really much of a threat once they get down there because their will to live and their spirits sort of leave them along the way before they hit the bottom. Right. So it, it's such a long fall. It's it's such that it would take you literally it it, it, it would appear in an interim an interminable amount of time yeah, before you would reach the bottom of the pit. It's the, the great abyss spoken of in the book of Revelations. So yeah, you just yeah. you you, you, you fall for what seems like an eternity, and along the way, you just submit, and your spirit is, it leaves you. Still, we have a long-running contract with, uh, with the rulers of Anime Hell, which, who provide us with patrols that move throughout the area to keep unruly Moe girls in line. So I don't really get involved in all that. We just have a long-standing contract. So they, they handle all of that. Once, they get, once they're in the pit of Anime Hell, it's, it's their problem, to be perfectly honest. Okay. So, you see, it's, you see, it's a, it's a two-way benefit. We both benefit from this. I, I provide Anime Hell with with Moe Girl souls to torment forever. Right. And in return, they help to keep them there. And get and so I get rid of them, and they get to keep them. So oh, it's no, perfect. It's, a, it's a mutually beneficial thing you have going on there. Yeah, it's it's very symbiotic. Next mailbag, Sayuri Sensei writes, I am a fairly new listener. I have recently subscribed to get all that juicy extra content you guys chat about. Thank you. Thank you very much. The hentai episodes keep me laughing throughout the day while I'm at work. They are certainly not safe for work, but I do what I want. (laughs) (laughs) I do what I want. I do what I want. Whatever. Uh, As do your regular episodes, so keep them coming. The Garzi's Wing episode was a blast to listen to, but I would have loved to see Kazuo slowly build his beer tower and Kimiko drink down her giant glasses of vodka. Is there any way to get access to the videos, say, when the early episodes come out, if I miss you guys streaming live? Hmm. Um, Well, not really. We don't really currently release the videos early, but uh, they're they're on YouTube if you want to go watch them. Right. And for the group, is there a pretty big and is there a pretty big anime fan base down there in Florida? I'm moving from Oregon to Florida at the end of the year, and would love to be able to make new friends with similar interests. It depends on where you're moving to in Florida. Orlando has a pretty decent, huge anime community. Giant. Miami does as well. Yep. Tampa, not so much. <laughs> well, I would say that if I would say Florida arguably has 
or Florida and California probably have the biggest fan bases in the country. I say California because of the large Asian population and because I know they have Anime Expo and there's a huge Asian influence on like San Francisco, right. tons of Japanese people. Florida, we have like 15 anime cons. Right, yeah, we and, do. And practically all of the anime podcasters that I know of are in Florida. So, a ton of them. So, there's a pretty large anime following in Florida yeah. compared to Oregon. I mean, definitely. Do you, is there even one anime con in Oregon? I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, I would assume so. But There's or- got to be. Orlando has like five by itself. Yeah, or- so. Orlando's insane. That's a huge um, yeah. anime um, thing there. So, Next yeah. mailbag. Next mailbag comes from, oh, Yotaru Vegeta. Oh, what fre- do you know? A frequent writer in. Uh, it says here, Japan question. What is the status of healthcare in Japan compared to America? Do they have an equivalent to Medicaid? Can you get braces easily? Or is that only for people of a certain economic status? I ask this because I've been watching a few people on the street interviews from Japan. And sorry for being insensitive, but some Japanese people have busted up grills. Oh my God. All right. Well, we actually answered this question not that long ago. Did we not answer a question about Japanese healthcare? We've definitely discussed it before. I don't know if this specific question was asked, but... All right, well, like a lot of things in Japan, their healthcare system is modeled pretty closely after the Western countries. Mm-hmm. So if you want to compare it to the United States, they have Social Security and health insurance, and they have the same equivalent, like they have Medicare and stuff like that. So it's pretty similar. I would just think of it as, as being like the United States, even so much so that their Social Security system is like an inevitable collapse. Ours is pretty much. They keep saying ours is screwed. Right. You know the baby the baby boomers are all in their like sixties now. So when those people get to like their seventies and eighties, they're going to require so much medical care that that our social security system is going to be really taxed. Mm-hmm. Well, Japan has even an older population. If you if you think about Japan's situation, where the birth rate is so low right now that the younger generations make up such a small pr- proportion of the population, mm-hmm. that there's so little money coming into their social security system compared to the huge amount of elderly that are using the money that there's that their social security system is even in, in a bigger problem than ours is. Right. Definitely. Um, they're, they got some major problems there. Um, but, um, yes, you can get braces in Japan. Chiaki actually tells a story about her experience with Japanese dentistry. I never went to a dentist while I was in Japan. I just have, I'm blessed with like good teeth. Mm-hmm. Like my teeth aren't super beautiful or straight or anything, but I don't really Healthy. get I don't really get cavities. My gums are good because well I don't eat a lot of I don't drink soda or eat a lot of candy and stuff, so I don't have to deal with the sugar as much. But um, in Japan, they don't like they don't like making people feel bad and they don't like pointing out people's flaws and making people lose face. There's this there's this concept of face in Asian cultures where people have like pride and. Look up the look up the term face, like saving face, if it doesn't make sense to you. But a dentist wouldn't tell you, oh, you have four cavities, unless they were a truly big problem, because they want really? to they want to avoid they want to avoid as much as possible making someone like feel bad, feel bad or crazy. pointing out their flaws. So like Chiaki went to the dentist and they told her her teeth were fine, no no problems. And when she came back to the state, she had a checkup and she had like eight cavities. <laughs> And okay. she, she went back to that. She went back to the dentist in in uh, in Japan, and she said, "Hey, I had I had all these cavities," and he was like, "Oh, well, they were just really little. We didn't think they were they weren't really a big problem yet." 
So that's the kind of attitude they have over there. Wow. Plus, in Japan, you mentioned how they have, quote-unquote, busted-up grills. Well, in Japan, having crooked teeth, like on a girl, is considered cute. Like, they like the snaggletooth look. It's kind of weird to us, but it's just a cultural difference. If you have a girl with, like, really messed-up teeth, sometimes some guys think that's super cute. Huh. And then they, they just won't bother to have it fixed. Interesting. So I kept saying, like, if, if, if an orthodontist ever wanted to make mad bank, like in a market that's totally untouched, go to Japan. But the thing is, is that the, the demand for that kind of service isn't that high because people just don't give a shit. Right. Okay. So, good question. Huh. Yeah, I would definitely be like, okay, bro, level with me. Do I have any cavities? I need to know. Last mailbag is from Bot3250. Have you guys ever wa- read slash watched Ashita no Joe? From what I have read, it's pre- it's still pretty popular in Japan, but it's kind of a hidden gem over here. The manga came out in the 60s and has some of the best character development in anything. Now, Kazuo, this is something that you should watch because it's boxing. Right, and I've heard of it for sure. It's uh, also known as Tomorrow's Joe, Yeah, uh, and it came out a long while ago. A I long think. time ago. It's yeah. quite old. Um, like the anime, the original anime series came out in the 70s, and there's been a couple of like, uh, there's been, a f- I think, two films in the 80s and also a second season in the 80s, so, like, early, early 80s. So, I mean, it's it's it, it's definitely a, I don't want to say popular, but one of one of the better boxing or sports anime, of you know, known throughout time. So, uh, something I would check out. I haven't seen it myself, though. Well, I, I have... I've meant to watch this, but I haven't really gone back and watched it. It's one of those shows that just kind of... Yeah, I, I mean, just don't, This podcast eats up so much time that I just don't have... I have literally no free time for anything else. And it's so lengthy. So. It's like the first show, the first series that came out was like 79 episodes, and the second one's 47. So it's a very old show and yeah, very long. I have no time. It's difficult to make the time for that. Yeah. Um, it's unfortunate, but that's kind of like an example of something I would like to watch if I ever had any time. But... As it is, I don't really have... As it is, my, tomorrow I will spend every single moment of my time not in work getting all the content out for the podcast, mm-hmm. editing the podcast. So there's just... There's no time for anything like that. But but I'm surprised you haven't watched it because you like boxing so much. But Yeah, I've meant to. I just it, haven't had a time. Put it on your list, maybe? Definitely. All right, guys. Well, um, we're going to mosey our way to the news break. and we'll, But we have some fun stuff for you. We're going to do a live viewing and quote-unquote ripping upon... Dragon Ball Super, episodes 28 and 29, I believe. And maybe we'll do a little bit of a mini drinking episode for Cosmo with, with the Coronitas. Oh, God. And then we're going to do a very polarizing review on Grimgar of Fantasy and, Fantasy and Ash after that. So stay tuned. We're jam-packed, and we'll, we'll be back after the news break. Hey, are you anime addicts? This is Mitsugi, and it's time for your first anime news break. Getting us started off, it looks like some promo art for an upcoming arc of Dragon Ball Super has been released. The upcoming arc is a future Trunks arc, which ought to make a lot of Trunks fans excited. The arc will debut on the 47th episode of Dragon Ball Super, which is going to come out on June 12th, and it is called SOS from the Future. A new black enemy reveals himself, and the plot is going to start in the future when Earth is free from the androids. However, a new black, quote-unquote, black threat suddenly appears, and Trunks tries to defend the Earth 
but apparently he is no match even in his Super Saiyan form. So once again, Trunks from the future needs help from our friends of the Dragon Ball universe in the past. So it's going to be an exciting arc coming up for Dragon Ball. Next up, I was unaware, but it looks like there is a Monster Hunter TV series going to be airing pretty soon, and it will probably be huge considering the popularity of Monster Hunter with both adults and children in Japan. The official website for the Monster Hunter stories Ride On anime series said that Minami Takahashi, who was the, who did a voice in Food Wars Shokugeki no Soma as Megumi uh, Tadokoro, uh, is going to voice Lilia, one of the main characters in the Monster Hunter series. And now I'm looking at some of the promo art here, and it looks really cute. The character designs are quite good, and I'm sure it's going to have popularity along the lines of Pokemon and or Yo-Kai Watch. So for those of you that are fans of that video game series, look out for this anime coming out. Next up, let's fill you in on the Japanese TV rankings for the week of May 23rd through the 29th. Anime television shows dominate Japanese TV, and not a whole lot has changed with Sazai-san destroying all competition, bringing in a household rating of a 14, followed by Crayon Shin-chan, Chibi Maruko-chan, Doraemon, One Piece, Detective Conan. Dragon Ball Super still on the list despite people's apparent disapproval of the animation. Ace Attorney, Precure, and Pokemon X, Y, and Z. So literally nothing has changed with Japanese TV. But it's good to see that uh, anime is still doing well on TV with children. This was Mitsugi, and this was your anime news break. And now we're going to get you back to the podcast. Hey, Mitsugi, remember that one time when Kimiko sat on my lap for like the whole after party? How can I forget? Or that time when you were super hungover from partying in Tokyo? Hey, now. We get up to some crazy things on the after parties sometimes, don't we? For sure. And if anybody listening wants to get in on the fun, they can do so by subscribing to our $3 support tier and getting access to our bi-weekly after parties. Just go to aaapodcast.com forward slash join and select the $3 tier. Set up your membership if you don't already have one from the forums. As soon as you're done, you'll be enjoying our full backlog of after parties and have access to every time we release a new one. Don't miss another moment of the crazy. Head to aaapodcast.com forward slash join. Chiaki on Tokyo nightclubs. So then I'm in this club and here's the way it works with like the foreign guys in the clubs. They're like... I'm just kind of moving my shoulders, walking over to you. There's my penis. <laughs> <laughs> shh, shh, it's okay. It's just my penis. Well, I decided I'm gonna dance with a Japanese guy because I'm like, I'm in Japan. I'm in a club in Tokyo. I'm gonna dance with a Japanese guy. And Japanese guys are the best people to dance with at clubs because they keep all the creepers away from you because you're dancing with someone. Oh. But like. One of the big thresholds we got to when we were dancing together was he held my hand. Guys, when dancing with Chiaki, you might want to keep it in your pants. Back to the show. And we're back to the 327th episode of the Anime Acts Anonymous podcast. And I have returned with bacon. Glorious, glorious bacon. I like the music, too. This is nice. Yeah? I better, I better shut it off before YouTube bans us. Okay. So, 
We have a five-star review submitted by Loop on the Fourth, and I will read it. It's a little long. Okay. He says his short review, even though it's not that short. Lies. The AAA podcast is one of the best overall podcasts. Period. Damn right. Oh, that was his short review. Now here's the long one. Oh, okay. The longer one is, I've listened to the AAA podcast for years, and this is among my, my favorite podcasts, let alone the bonus that's, that, that it's about anime. I am a director of creative services and production for three radio stations and a marketing company, so I have many years of experience dealing with podcasts, interviews, and entertainment. And let me tell you that this show has it all. Mitsugi, Chiaki, Kazuo, and the rest of the AAA are very talented, interesting, well-prepared, which is more important than you might realize, and have, a di- have diverse thoughts and takes. With a huge backlog of episodes and new relevant topics weekly, if you like them, you'll be engaged for years. As I grow older, I regretly, re- regretfully find myself with less time to watch anime, but would never cut out AAA. I consider myself a AAA-A, an Anime Addicts Anonymous Addict, oh, okay. which we've heard of before. The quadruple-A? The quadruples. So thanks again, everyone at the AAA, for all the great entertain- entertainment throughout the years. You're very welcome. Wow, that is that is a very nice review, especially considering that he works for, um, you know, production of radio stations. Now all we got to do is get our show on one of your radio stations. That's what I'm saying, bro. Come Send on, hook it up. <laughs> Hit me up. <laughs> all right, so of course, if you do, you like candy? I love candy. Do you seriously? No, we're going to I'm just. just you don't. You don't. <laughs> um, no, well, I, I appreciate lot, candy. There's a lot of cool candy in Japan, which you'll get to try when we go in March. Despite my large gluteus maximus, I am not an avid candy eater. Well, I get that from uh, lots of cheeseburgers and mm, other cheeseburgers. Mm, <laughs> yummy. So, well, JList.com has a. You, you, you remember that anime, Daga, Dagashi Kashi, right? Oh, do which I you, ever. Which you love that show. Well, right? I mean, one of the greatest anime of all time, really. Yeah. So, Dagashi Kashi, the anime about Japanese candies and snacks. And boobs. And boobs. Da- so, JList.com offers a Dagashi Kashi Dagashi sampler set, which is basically a set of candy and snacks from Japan that are featured in Dagashi Kashi. So, it's like, oh, I watched this anime, all these candies in Japan, then in, in the show, but I have no freaking clue what they taste like. I mean, you could literally buy the Dagashi Kashi sampler set and eat the candies while they eat them in the show. That's incredible. So you would know like what they're eating. It makes sense, right? Can, it's like it's it's like a sing along, except it's an eat along. Yes, an eat along. This is incredible. So you could go to jlist.com for for twelve bucks, get that Dagashi Kashi sampler set, get that thing, watch the anime, and eat all the snacks while you're watching the show, so you know like what it like. So you like it makes you like part of the show. So it's I mean, smart. just when you thought you couldn't have more of a reason to watch Dagashi Kashi, there you go. Yeah. I mean, I've already watched it at least five or six times, but I'm gonna have to watch it again. So as so, I recommend that you go to JList.com and get a get the Dagashi Kashi Dagashi sampler set, and then you could watch the anime with it. It'll be uh, it'll enhance your experience. What do you think? I think that's fantastic. All right. So we are going to watch and make fun of Dragon Ball Super. Now, you're a big Dragon Ball fan, right? Absolutely. I mean, Dragon Ball is one of the most pivotal and monumental anime experiences in my life. Me too. Yeah. But that's not going to stop us from making fun of it. No, definitely not. (laughs) So, Dragon Ball Super has been, what would you say, rife with unimportance and terrible uh, production quality? Is that how you would put it? I would 100% agree. It is funny to hear you say that, though, because I do remember once upon a time you tried to defend it. And I was like, no, it's just not good. Well, I really really like the resurrection of Frieza. Yes. 
I thought the movie was quite good. Definitely, I would I would agree. I think the anim the anime the anime TV series take on the movie was it, it missed the mark by a mile. Yeah, I mean mostly because it looked like shit. But um, we have some beers here. Oh, we sure do. And we have bacon. I mean, th- those are like two of the five food groups right there. Two of the pivotal foods that begin with a B. Yes. And we are going to watch Dragon Ball Super, and I think we should come up with some rules about when we eat and drink this bacon and beer during the show. <laughs> okay. I would like to propose the first rule. Sure. Every time Chi Chi is even moderately a bitch, we <laughs> eat and drink. Okay. How about any time the characters are off model? Oh, that could be every every <laughs> That's shot. Every scene. That could be every shot. Um, okay, I've got another one. Okay. Every time Whis or Bidusu eat something. Oh my god. We're gonna be dead. We're gonna overdose on bacon and beer. Well, we don't have enough beer here in these coronitas for you to really <laughs> overdose on, on it. <laughs> I love you, that. You have like I you have that. like you have like sixteen ounces left total. I love that we have coronitas. This is incredible. I mean, from now on this is all I'm gonna drink. I don't recommend your anime production as a rule, because it's it's going to be the whole it's, show. It's so. the whole, yeah, literally every scene, the characters are off model. So think about the tropes in Dragon Ball and come up with another one. Uh, uh, gosh. Uh, and if you can't, we'll just say, we'll just stick with the two. Anytime they yell for an extended period of time. Okay. Yeah. All right, we'll go with that. So we're going to watch the 28th and 29th episodes of Dragon Ball Super. I have cut the openings out of the episodes because we don't need to listen to the openings. Well done. And I'm going to play the audio really lightly below us, and we're going to have some fun with this. So I am going to start the 28th episode of Dragon Ball Super right now. It is titled, God of Destruction of the Sixth Universe. His name, Champa. Okay, that is not at all how he's, what he said. How he sounds. All right. Here we go. All right, so here we go. Last time on Dragon Ball Z or Super. No, we missed that. Oh. The last episode they killed Frieza. Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> spoilers, they killed him again. Frieza dies again. Third time. I think Bidusu, I think Whis is eating right now. Oh. He's drinking he's drinking boneless tea. What is this? He's doing a Goku's fifty fifty thousand thumb push up, handstand push up. Oh god. Holy shit. That's he's got some. These people have some strong fingers. <laughs> oh, they're wearing like fat man suits. So I wonder down. if they're like heavily weighted or something like that. Probably. <laughs> you know what's really fun is if you picture the old woman who does Goku's voice while he's talking. Yeah. Because Vegeta sounds pretty normal, right? But um. Goku sounds like sounds ridiculous. Let's see if he says something here. So they're doing like weight gravity training, but I think it's just because the planet they're on has more gravity, and then they're wearing like heavy fat man suits. Right. And they're doing thumb push-ups, handstands with one thumb. Right. Which is a bit a bit much. <laughs> oh, a meteor just crashed landed on the planet. Oh man. Apparently, Weiss knows. Why a meteor just crashed? It's a it's a person. Uh, somebody's stopping by. And uh, part of their ha- part of the palace that that up. Uh, Beatus is upset. Beatus is pissed. Oh, we, they woke up Beatus. Wow. They're all in trouble now. 
Chiaki really likes uh, really likes Bidusu. Bidusu or Whis? Bidusu. She tried to find a, uh, an anime figure of him really really hard while we were in Japan last and couldn't find it. Probably because he's always angry. You think he, that's why they don't have an anime figure of him? Because no, 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 no. That's probably why she likes him. Because um, she's also a big Vegeta fan and he's always angry. I just think she thinks. I think she thinks that uh, Bidusu is cute or something. I do. All right. Well, to each their own, I guess. What is happening? I think is Bidusu like dropping bombs. Why would he be attacking Goku and Vegeta? Oh, so so, so let me tell you something that, that I think you might that, that you might be excited about. Okay. They're making the next the next arc of the story, which is like 20 episodes after where we are right now. Yeah. Is a future Trunks arc. Sweet. Apparently, there's another threat in the future that Trunks can't handle. And, okay. Actually, and now that I think he's about going it, back for help. Now that I think about it, this could be terrible. Well, he's probably like if the if the if the quote unquote threats in the future haven't been that intense. Well, I mean, because when you when you think about it, when Trunks came back in time and then fixed the stuff or whatever, and then went back to his time, it didn't affect his timeline. Like, remember remember he thought like, oh, this is gonna fix everything, but it ended up not. So like, his timeline was still screwed up. It was more like. Uh, was, it was more like he was powerful enough to just kill them himself. Right, yeah, at that point, he was powerful enough to kill the androids. Which I love that scene when he goes back and, and gets revenge. Right. This one's for God! <laughs> oh, God. I love it. So now we have a... It, what is this? Like, there's, there's a it's fat the fetus? Fa it's the fat destruction god from the other universe that landed. And he's that? eating, oh. like, a bucket of... Man, he's gross. You should keep the consumption of sweet drinks under moderation. And so I guess his his Whis type character is like some girl that looks like Whis, kind of. Looks exactly like Whis, but with different hair. Right. And um, then the God of Destruction, he's straight up carrying a bucket with sweets around with him. I'm gonna eat some bacon. <laughs> they did technically just yeah. I was I've been eating the bacon even though I don't need to, because that's because what because what else do you do when you eat bacon? That's what I'm saying, man. Wonder if anybody in the chat is watching this with us. So, we're not broadcasting the video because, uh, you know, then we'll get blocked again we'll get blocked. on YouTube as per usual. So, do you think it's weird that Dragon Ball has this crazy, like, multiple universe, like, theme going on? I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. It, they call them universes because universe indicates one. Right, Yuna. Yeah, but if it was several, then it would be a multiverse. But whatever. But it's just splitting hairs. But it's like, um, it's weird because Dragon Ball started off as this down-to-earth story about martial arts. Right. And now it's like, oh, sci-fi story with multiple universes, and somebody was saying that there might be like a Goku versus Goku fight eventually. If there's multiple universes, why can't Goku go fight himself in a different universe? Right. I mean, yeah. They, they really have detracted from what Dragon Ball was originally. Yeah, I would definitely agree. I mean, yeah, because, like, well, I mean, we, when you think about, like, the original Dragon Ball, when Goku was a little kid, like, it, as you were saying, it was very just martial arts based. Like, yeah, they were extra powerful and all that stuff, but um, it wasn't until Dragon Ball Z until they started, in, in, you know, um, bringing up the fact that he's a Saiyan from outer space and all that stuff. And, you know, then it kind of, like, from that point just started veering off. I mean, there was but now, always, it, now it's super. It's just getting ridiculous. There was a real. I mean, yeah, like you're right. There was always a outer space theme. Raditz came from space. Saiyans came from space. Uh, the, even the backstory for Planet Vegeta takes place in space. 
Right. They travel through space to get the Namek, you know? But there was never, like, multiple timeline universe stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just it's just kind of, like, expanded, expanded, expanded until it's just insane at this point. They got to take these fat suits off. They look so goddamn dumb. <laughs> They look. They look like. They, it looks like they're. It looks like Goku and Vegeta wearing Fat Man sumo suits. Okay, they're eating. Oh, all right. I'm gonna eat some bacon. Oh God, this bacon just like breaks apart so easily. That's because I cooked it in the oven. It's like perfect. Okay, so I guess Goku and Vegeta are beginners because they can only do fifty thousand one-fingered push-ups. How friggin' Noobs. long? What does that take? Two days? Two fifty thousand push-ups. That's well. That's a good question. I mean, how fast can you do? A, I guess a push-up. Let's say you do a push-up every second. What's fifty thousand seconds? Um, I don't know. I don't know. More either. than a day. I'm gonna Google it though. It's more than a day. I'll tell you that because a day only has like thirty-six hundred seconds in it. Right? Let's take a look here. I don't know. So I guess an hour. I guess an hour is. 3,600 3, times it, 24 is like 80,000. It would about be about 833 minutes. Yeah, 80, I'm going to say 80. I'm going to say... Uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to say 60,000. Something like that. What's 60,000 what? Seconds. Oh, okay. So... Oh, 13 hours. About almost 14 hours. You're confusing me. What are you talking about? If they did 50,000 and it took um, a second each, then that would be 50,000 seconds, which is 13 hours. Or almost 14 hours. There's 86,000 seconds in a day. Okay. So, if, 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 so if they and did, did 50,000. So if, if, if they did, if did 50,000 push-ups in one, one second each, it would, take them, it would take them over a day and a half to do it. There are 86,000 seconds in a day. Yeah. They did 50,000. Yeah. That's almost half of a day. Or that's a little over half a day. I just said that. No, no. No, you said a day and a half. There's 86,000 oh seconds my God, in a day. That? Yes. <laughs> and they're doing a push-up a second. And they did 50,000 push-ups. So that's 50,000 seconds. Yes, which is a oh, lot less. Oh, you're right. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, I do data analysis for my job. <laughs> yeah. So, but... <laughs> But they weren't doing fifty thousand. They but they weren't doing a push up every second because that last whole minute we were watching them do push ups. They only did like five. That's true. That's a good point. So, wow, <laughs> they have like uh, like army camo colored Jello. Oh, they're eggs. What? These are boiled eggs from a newly discovered Don Don bird. Okay. So this whole episode is about eating food. Okay, got it. That sounds like Dragon Ball Super. The nutrition value is okay too. As if they give a shit. <laughs> oh, Goku and Vegeta get to try them too. Oh snap! It looks just like a regular egg. Look, yeah, Beauty Sue's eating it. Vegeta just took a bite. It tastes like a normal egg. Goku's like, I love it. <laughs> God. God in heaven. The old woman just screams and everyone loves it. Oi, we say Ariel. Hi. Tadaima. Tadaima. Okay. So they're eating cup ramen. What they're trading food is part of like an exchange. This is the dumbest thing. One of, so the fat guy brings eggs from a new bird that was discovered. 
What is the point of the <laughs> show and, anymore? And and Bidusu are brought out cup ramen. They, oh my god. They just... Oh, here comes Goku. This is ridiculous. They literally used a sand hourglass to time the hot water in the cup. The time to make to see how long it took to cook it. Oh god, even the eating noises makes me feel gross. We might as well just eat this whole plate of bacon because they're never going to quit eating. Yeah. <laughs> this whole episode is about eating. This is ridiculous. Alright, so in, in essence, what's happening here is they each brought a food. Right. The fat the fat destruction god brought eggs from some other planet, which tastes just like regular eggs, according to right. what he said. And Bidusu brings out cup ramen from Earth. And obviously the cup ramen is the most delicious food in the world, according to Bidusu, so... There you go. And he's sending... Now the fat god is sending his chick person to find Earth and using her staff. Because he wants cup ramen also. I don't even... Oh, here we go. There are 12 universes in total. This is the seventh universe. <sighs> 12 universes? Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh, we're getting an explanation now about the, about the universes. So Champa is the fat guy. Yeah, I'd prefer he didn't exist. He didn't even exist. <laughs> They're identical universes. Universe is made in pairs. Okay. The fifth universe and the twelfth universe, the second universe and the eighth universe. Okay, so, so each universe has like a twin. Okay. Which would mean that there are... There are twelve, he said. So. Yeah, which means there are six, six total sets. Yeah. And of course, Goku doesn't get it because he's dumb. Right. Dumb as shit. This okay. makes me miss, like, Dragon Ball. Why is that? Because it's it's the characters, but it's terrible. So I'm like, well, I want to watch like them not be terrible. How do you feel about the modeling in this episode? Well, right now, Vegeta has a giant head for some reason. That's true. <laughs> His head was That's like true. twice the size of Goku's in that in that shot. I will say that, that, that Goku looks normal, but they're not moving around a whole lot. Right. So it's I think if they, if, they, if they had to make... If they had to mo model them while they were moving around, it might be a little more difficult for I, them. I can't understand why the modeling's not good. It's like, you, you would imagine they have like an unlimited amount of money for something as giant as Dragon Ball. You, I'm not so sure about that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you just never know. I mean, it's it's clearly making them a lot of money, though, because it's... I, I just checked the Japanese TV rankings, and it's like the, like the fifth most watched anime right now on TV. Really? Well, you know what's funny? D uh, didn't uh, the somebody I forgot who it was, but somebody um, with Dragon Ball like recently apologized for the movie that the live action movie. Oh, I think it was Akira Toriyama. Was it Akira Toriyama? So, so you think he'll apologize for this show? He already did. That's what he was talking about the TV show. No, he was talking about the movie, wasn't he? No, he was talking about the TV show. He said he he was regretful of it or something. Interesting. I gotta look this up because I I could have sworn it was the movie. Well, it couldn't have been. I mean, it shouldn't have been the movie. The movie looks the movies looked great. 
No, so, the, the live action movie. Oh, I don't know anything about that. Oh, yeah, it was horrendous. That's what I thought he was apologizing. Well, I know he. I know for a fact he apologized about Dragon Ball. Yeah, Super. no, that's what it was. Yeah, it was the movie. But he also apologized for Dragon Ball Super. Oh. If, you look, if you look that up, that exists also. Interesting. So, what the hell is going on now? God, they're annoying. This is like a big waste of time. <laughs> now the two destruction, it's, it's like two purple cats, two hairless purple cats yelling and screaming at each other. Uh-oh. The fat one called Beatus to a skinny bastard. Oh, no. Now they're fighting. It's about to go down. What happens when two gods of destruction fight? Oh, now up there are fighting. Here we go. It's on. They're standing on the table now. Here we go. We are both twin gods of destruction. We should, we should do their voices. Okay. You be the fat guy. Alright. <laughs> they're not gonna they're not talk. Now they're not gonna talk. <laughs> that figures. Oh well. Well, we can still do it. We're gonna do it. Okay. They'll talk eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Just grunting. Yeah. It's Basically. Dragon Ball. That's all it's gonna be. <laughs> Oh, and they threw punches. And then they stopped right in front of each other? Alright. Yeah. Basically. Oh, now they're fighting. If Goku and if Goku and Beatus do almost tore apart the universe with their fight, what does ha what happens when two gods of destruction fight? I, well, apparently a glowy purple circle goes around them. I don't know what's happening. Wait, uh, are they turning like the planet into like dark matter or something? I don't know. I have no idea what's happening. But up, the fight's over. The two Whis and the girl told them it's over, so it's over. Because we all know that. Oh my! Yeah, they turned like everything into ash around them. I think they just destroyed the palace. Wait, what did he say? Oh, I was gonna say it's it was rude. Oh. oh yeah, they shouldn't fight. Yeah, see, they so the sixth and seventh universe, seventh universes would be destroyed if the gods of destruction fought. Interesting. If they, if there's such a threat of them fighting and destroying their universes, why do they, why do they meet to have food when they clearly don't like each other? Yeah, like why is he even in his universe at this point? I don't get it. I mean, what he didn't need anything or want anything, he decided he'd drop by to say what's up. It would seem that way. Uh, so far, a lot of what's going on in this show doesn't have much of a purpose. Oh, they're each gonna choose a fighter and let them fight. Oh. Well, let's see. We all know Beatusu is going to pick Goku. Right. For sure. And then what you think Fat Be Fat Beatusu will pick Fat Goku? Uh, yeah. Do you think his universe has a Goku? Probably. Probably does. Uh-oh, we're about to have Goku versus Goku. Oh, my. Oh, the fat one wants the Dragon Balls. Figures. He's the god of destruction. Just have your Whis person make whatever you want. Or shouldn't they have Dragon Balls on his universe too? That's true. It's supposed to be a twin universe. So shouldn't there be also a set of Dragon Balls in the Fat Man universe? There are so many questions. No answers. So many things that make no sense. And why are Goku and Vegeta still wearing the Fat Man sumo suits? I don't know. They look ridiculous. What's the logo on the front, on the chest? That's the Whis logo. Okay, it looked like the Hidden Village of the Leaf logo from it, Naruto. It does. We've gone from having, like, real Japanese characters, which makes sense, to having, like, swirly, swirly dog shit logos. Oh, man. This is, like, 
Maybe the most boring episode of Dragon Ball I've ever seen. What do you think? It's certainly up there. So here's the summary. Fat Man crashes on the other god's planet. Right. They eat two, they eat two items of food and then scream at each other. That's it. That's the episode. <laughs> that's literally all that's happened so far. <laughs> so you could, like, friggin' skip this whole episode and, um... Yeah. Wow, Beedusu's face looks terrible right now. He looks like the he looks like a purple version of Jim Carrey's The Mask. It really does. That's a good observation. <laughs> what? Now his head looks normal again. Oh God, the modeling is so bad. Bulma can make a dragon uh, make, can track down the Super Dragon Balls. That might result in things getting nasty. Oh God. Goku wants to like uh, Goku wants to search for the Dragon Balls again. He, he's getting excited about hearing people hearing, thinking about fighting strong guys from another universe. That sounds like Goku. Vegeta. A team battle. Ooh. So now we're going to have a training arc because of course they're not ready. Of course. Probably not ready. Although they've been training this whole time. They've been training for 500 episodes <laughs> and Goku is a god. And so is Vegeta. They're both gods. They're not just gods. They're Super Saiyan gods. Super Saiyan. It's Super Saiyan Blue. They shortened it. Oh, did they? Okay. Well, thank God. Thank Super Saiyan God. Super Saiyan. <laughs> oh, my God. Goku's ready to get this that party started. That was the started. whole episode. Okay, well, we're going to get rid of that one. So, yeah, episode summary. Pretty much nothing happened. <laughs> We're on episode 29 now. So they're going to have a battle to whatever, to an, on a nameless planet. Oh, so they're picking a neutral field. That's nice. There's a tiny sun near that. Oh. Okay. It's just an empty planet, I guess. They found a planet that looks like Mars, and they're going to fight on it. Well, that makes sense since there'll be no oxygen there. Nobody will, nobody will be able to fight on it. Oh, God, the modeling. The modeling is terrible. Why is he still in the fat suit? It's interesting. In these episodes, the modeling on Goku looks okay. But everybody else is way off. And, like, the two destruction gods look terrible. Especially Champa. Even by now, I can tell that Champa doesn't look quite right. Vegeta's being bitchy, like <laughs> usual. Uh, what does that mean, Naruhodo? Uh, like I see. Okay, because I hear that a lot. Yeah. Naruhodo. Yeah, it basically means like I see. I understand. Yeah, okay, so it's gonna they're gonna fight at seven o'clock from one week from today. Five days according to Goku's calendar. So now we have five days to train, which will probably take nine episodes. We need to go into the spirit and time chamber, whatever the thing was called. <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> that be five days will be five years. Uh and there's one more like egg thing. What the hell is he doing with it? Trying to catch it? That's a weird looking egg. It look it has like army camo colors on it. <laughs> well, they destroyed the entire middle of the palace. It has like a black death vortex in the middle of it. 
Alan Champa's gone. Uh, why would they? Why would they? Uh, what he wants? The fat guy wants all the Dragon Balls. I guess, yeah, because I guess the Dragon Balls on his universe are no longer there. Hmm. He thinks Goku's dumb, so he'll be easy to defeat. The seventh universe and its delicious food will belong to the sixth universe. So this whole thing is about food. Uh, Maybe he's gonna wish to have all the food from the sixth universe brought to the seventh universe. Hold on now. So they took off their uniforms, the, the fat suits, and dropped them, and then they were so heavy that they crushed the ground beneath them. Right. Why weren't they crushing the ground beneath them when they had them on? That's a great question. They're still sinking down into the ground. Plus, plus the weight would be more central, would, would be more distributed on a single small point with their feet, right? Than lying flat covering a great area. So you would think that they would sink even faster, probably, wearing them. But I don't know. That, I don't know. Maybe it's because they dropped them from a height and the like the, gra the force of the gravity combined with their weight. Or maybe they were kind of flying a little bit. Or maybe it doesn't matter because this is Dragon Ball Super and the whole show is about food. It really is. <sighs> what? Okay, let me ask you this. What's worse, Dragon Ball Super or Dragon Ball GT? At this point, I would say Dragon Ball Super is worse. Yeah, I would agree. Even though GT was pretty terrible. I mean, up there but at least, food, drink. But at least GT had a point. Drink and eat. I love Bulma. She's the best part of this whole show. This does make me want to go back and watch the old series. So, Bulma is going... Oh, Bulma's so smart. What'd they, she say? They wanted her to make a dragon radar for the Super Dragon Balls in the other universe. Right? Okay. But she's like, why don't we just why don't we just summon our dragon and have him find the Dragon Ball of the other universe? Oh, yeah. That's a good point. She's like, that's simpler than me making something new. Well, but then again, um, the dragon only is as powerful or something like that as the person who created him, right? Like, isn't that his power limited? Yes. So maybe he doesn't have the ability to... How do you know? I don't know. Aha, you don't know. What is going... <laughs> I don't know, missed it. Vegeta just flew off. I think maybe Vegeta is going to go find the Dragon Balls. Oh, wait, it wasn't Vegeta. Was it? Yes, it was. Well, she asked, was that really Vegeta? Maybe it was somebody disguised as Vegeta. Spying on them from the other universe. That would be something that's probably never happened in Dragon Ball. Have you ever had a have we ever had a person pretend to be another person? Whoa, what is this? Those are the super Dragon Balls, I guess. Those that, are the size of planets. They're really big. How do you collect something as big as a what? So the Dragon Balls in the other universe are as big as planets? They, I mean they looked very large. And they do look large. Those are some large balls. Yes, they're as big as planets. Bigger than planets. That's ridiculous. What the hell? How can you not find something that big? That's dumb as hell. You have <laughs> you have a Whis character who can like search through the universe with his stupid staff thing. You've got Dragon Balls that are as big as planets, bigger than planets, and you can't find the one that's missing. I don't think this Just show. Have the freaking Whis person look for it. I don't think this show is supposed to make sense. It makes no sense at all. 
So Fat got a destruction wants to find a Dragon Ball that he can't find. And so they're going to find the Dragon Balls on Earth and use that dra use their use the use the Earth Dragon to find the missing planet-sized Dragon Ball. So they're just missing one of them. And now she wants to put the fat god of destruction on a diet. <laughs> and he's drinking like some healthy shake. How hard could it be for the for the for the for the god of destruction to lose weight? I mean, I guess he has to stop eating for a minute. I mean, you would think it'd be super easy for him to burn calories. He could just run at light speed or something. So I'm just looking at the chat for kicks because the show is terrible. Yeah. Um, and Have they all fallen asleep yet? Yeah, uh, probably, no. Uh, Brandon Goins in the chat says, Whoever recommended GTO to me last episode, I both hate and love you for it. Uh, I binge-watched most of it the next day. Good so, job. You're welcome, Brandon. GTO is an amazing show. Yeah, it's um, it's much better than Dragon Ball Super. Yeah, uh, not even close. It's, yeah. You know, and GTO being one of, I don't know, the one of the most beloved characters in anime, probably. Or Onizuka, rather. I mean, it, look, if you watch that show, you can't not love it. Like, I mean... You can't you can't not love Onizuka. He's yeah. If, 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 if All-time great level. If you don't like him, there's something wrong with you. So... Oh, look, they just made a battle arena. It looks exactly like every other battle arena they've ever had. A square ring with squares all over it. And now concession stands. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <sighs> so they're building an arena. With what? What's with the mirrors? Or I guess they're pictures of the two gods? Yep. And the fat guy just wants to eat food. And now they have stands. You know they're just going to destroy that thing. Okay, Vegeta found all the Earth Dragon Balls. Here, here, comes, the, here comes the dragon. Who dares waken me from my slumber? Vegeta found those Dragon Balls in like five seconds. It took us like half of the Dragon Ball original series to find them all. Oh, he's all tired. Oh, Bomba just kissed Vegeta. And he's pissed about it. What the hell, Vegeta? You have a kid with her. I know. Is it one kid or two kids? One kid, right? Yeah. Here he comes. Shenlong. Wait, whose kid is Pan? No, that's Goku's. That's Gohan's kid. Or Gohan's, yeah. Who I suspect will slip into obscurity very shortly. Yeah, because she's not in this series, is she? Oh, no, she is. She's a little baby. She was in one, like, one episode. I will grant three wishes. Yeah. What is your wish? Oh, the dragon's scared because of Beatus again. Yeah. Why are you always present on Earth recently? I love how the dragon's afraid of Beatus. Actually, it makes me mad because the dragon's supposed to be cool and he makes him look like a little bitch. Yeah. And Beatus is not cool. She's so, like... They, like... She's like, what's up, Shenlong? Well, because they've seen each other so many times at this point. Does anybody summon the dragon ever except for these guys? Uh, Emperor Pilaf did. <laughs> did he? Yeah, but then, um, uh, uh, Puar, was it Puar? Or, what's his name? The pig one. Who's the pig guy? Asked him Oolong? That. Oolong, yeah. Asked Shenron for women's panties. Yeah, it's true. And the other guy asked for $1,000 or something like that another time. So Shenlong can't do it, of course. He's useless. 
Now what are you going to use the dragon for? They have three wishes to use. <laughs> Beatus' wish is for him to for the dragon to go away. <laughs> and he leaves. That's awesome. Wow. We're so spoiled now that we literally summoned Shenlong only to wish him away. <laughs> if you ridiculous. had If you had one wish to Shenron, what would it be? Um, I don't know. Eternal life? It's a tricky one to ask for. Because eternal life doesn't always mean, like, eternal youth. You could be, like, some old, fallen apart looking character, but you still Eternal alive. life and, and eternal youth. I'll just specify that. Yeah. I'll just say eternal youth. How about that? Yeah. And if I ever feel like dying, I'll just find the Dragon Balls again and wish myself to die. Yeah, you've got forever. Yeah. So we're gonna have a battle now, with, but we're gonna know nothing about the other characters. So it will be the most un un uninteresting tournament ever. And since the steak is something like food, I just finished another coronita. Yeah, how was it? Oh, it's uh, terrible. Uh, it's good. Well, it's the exact same thing as regular Corona, right? Yeah, I know. It's just tiny. It's just tiny. They're adorable little Coronas. You know, America needs more tiny foods. America, yeah. America needs more tiny people. America needs to quit drinking Trenti-sized, like, Frappuccinos at Starbucks. Cause that I've has, never like, had a Trenti. That sounds insane. Because it, no one should even drink the venti. I've done that a couple times before. There's so much sugar in a venti frappuccino that you're killing yourself. Well, yeah, that's true. In Japan, they have like mi like mini size. It's like four ounces. That's actually like the perfect amount. Well, but Japanese people are also mini sized. But maybe because that's what they eat. Japanese people are like 20% smaller than, than the Western people. Yeah. But the but uh, but a Trenti is like fifteen mini mini drinks. You're just, you see the, the That's true. That's a good point. Honto something. We're gonna have a fight against people we don't give a shit about. Oh, Goku was only the second strongest person to ever fight Beedus. Wait, who was the f most strongest? Probably. Whis? Oh, yeah. yeah, isn't we supposed to be stronger? No, the other guy's probably from the other universe, and he'll end up fighting him. He needs to concentrate on defeating the people from the sixth universe. Well, you know that the, the first strongest person to have ever fought Beedusu is probably from the other universe, and Goku's going to be fighting him in, like, two episodes. Yep. It's like, even though Goku is just as... Vegeta is just as strong as Goku. For the most part, right now. Is he, though? I think so. They're both Super Saiyan gods. Yeah, but that doesn't always mean anything. Like, you could be at different levels, even though you're the same. Well, the point is that, right now, Vegeta will totally be irrelevant, because... Dragon Ball. <laughs> and you're never going to see Gohan or any of the other characters again. Where is Gohan? He's non-existent because he doesn't matter to the story anymore. The only characters that matter, as I said before in Dragon Ball Super, are Goku, Vegeta, Whis, and Buddha. Those are the only four characters. Yeah. Everybody else is just like pandering. Oh, it's a new Dragon Radar. 
Bulma's a genius. She can make anything. That's true. Okay. They said they'll pick them up at 13 o'clock. What is that, like 1 o'clock? 1300? Well, right, 1300 is 1 o'clock, but 13 o'clock doesn't exist. Oh, that, that, that makes sense perfectly for this anime. <laughs> How's the character modeling been? We haven't had even a single fight yet in these two episodes. <laughs> So, I think the modeling's been pretty decent. Except right there, it looks terrible. Oh, he just dissed Bulma. What did he say? He was like, no matter how uh, smart your brain is, you're still just a human. Oh, shit. That's not very nice. Yeah. Did she just make that dragon radar for him? How ungrateful. Yeah. So he just restated what we already know. Since the universes are twins, there's a Dragon Ball set of Dragon Balls in both universes. Shouldn't there be two sets in each universe? Shouldn't there be a Namek in the other universe also? I don't know. This show is terrible. How much longer do we have on this? Um, not very long. A couple minutes. Okay. Shouldn't there be a Namek on the other, in the other, the other universe too? Yeah. They, I think they said there was. He said there was a set of Dragon Balls. But you didn't say there were two sets. I feel like we learned a valuable lesson today. Um, never watched Dragon Ball Super this ever. This is the best anime ever to watch at one and a half speeds. Oh my god, yes. here comes the modeling. Oh, Vegeta looks terrible. Oh, Vegeta looks terrible. Oh my god. Goku looks terrible in that shot. <laughs> he does. Bulma, Bulma is never off model. That's a good point. Can we get some Bulma porn? But, uh, well, I'm sure it, I guarantee you it exists. Bulma's a little haughty. How she's older though in this series. Yeah, she's like 50, but she's still hot. True, she's Japanese. She so. looks like she looks like uh, she looks. I don't know. She looks 30. She looks 20. Right. Wait, why is Beast fighting Boo? Uh, they're having a flashback about something. Oh. I don't know. God, this show's so terrible. They, they ran out of budget for this episode, so they decided to fill 15 <laughs> seconds with a flashback. So. I mean, this this pretty much steals it. I'm never watching Dragon Ball Super again. What about, what about the future Trunks saga? I, I have no faith. But it's got Trunks in it. Future Trunks is so Doesn't, cool. They've ruined everything. Don't you want to see how horrible Trunks, Super Trun no. future Trunks can look God, off-model? No. They've they've ruined everything so far. They're probably gonna ruin future trunks. You're not you're not curious about how terrible a off model future trunks could look. This is the, this is the most depressing episode what of the podcast this? I think we've this? ever had. Who's this? Who's this chick? I don't know. What's wrong with her eyes? Who is this? It's a blonde chick that's not Android 18. I have no idea who that is. I don't know who this character is. Bulma knows who it is. She's talking to her on a cell phone. Oh, it's one of Jacko's friends? No, 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 Jacko. That's Jacko right there. Yeah, yeah, but he was not with her. Oh. I guess Bulma's just calling up her peeps for some reason. Oh, I think this is... Oh, it's a girl named Tights who I guess knows Jacko. So her name is Tights. I think she's like a secretary for the Universe Patrol Society or whatever Jacko belongs to. Oh, God. 
interesting. Who is Jack? When did they introduce him? He came. He came at the beginning of the of the Frieza. Yeah, but like he showed up and Bulma knew him. Yeah, and I was like, how he do you warned Bulma the Frieza was coming. Yeah, but he knew her when he showed up to warn her. Though. Right. I don't think we'd ever we'd never seen him before that. So like they just literally introduce a character, don't set up who he is, where he's from, and they're just like, yeah, yeah, they already know him. Well, they said who he was and where he was from after the app. Like, I guess. It's kind of weird. He's from the Universe Protection Agency or whatever. Galactic Police. So ridiculous. Yeah. This show's depressing. Well, it's over now, so you don't have to worry too much about it. I feel like my spirit has been broken. Oh, come on. Don't you just love seeing Bulma? <laughs> it's, it's now a... So that, was, that was such a stretch. So don't you love... Uh, so the, Seeing Bulma. so the new Dragon Raider looks like a steering wheel. It's got two handles on the sides and a big gigantic circle thing in the middle. I like the compact tiny Dragon Raider better. Yeah. How are we going to find this Dragon Ball that's the size of the pl of, of the sun? <laughs> Gee, I wonder. How are they going to get out there to find it? They have no way to travel through space to another universe. So, I guess they have to go to the center of the universe. Is that what she was saying? That's so weird. Why don't they just give the damn radar to Luis and have him find it? That's a good point. Because he can travel through the through, through the vacuum of space. Goku can't do that. Yeah, I guess not. It's Goku's like one thing that he can't do: breathe in space. That was one reason why why, why we said Superman would beat Goku. That's a good point. Superman could like go into the sun and breathe in space. Goku can't do that. All right, it's over. It's over. Thank God. What does the sending theme song sound like? Oh, who gives a shit? <laughs> Goodbye. Oh my God. That was really bad. So what that happened? Was... So what happened in those two episodes? Um, they're gonna have a tournament. Yeah. And why are they finding the Dragon Balls? I missed that. Be um, because the fat guy wants them. <laughs> All right, whatever. I don't know. All right, so I guess we're going to take another news break. <laughs> we're so defeated. Well, I just think that, like, nothing happened in those two episodes, and I I anticipate we've got 20 episodes until the future Trunks saga starts. So I can only assume that, that we're going to have this one saga between him, between them. I like the comments in the chat right now. We've got a... Uh uh, Zori Na-chan says that was painful. 70% on says I'm sad for what Dragon Ball has become. Yeah. Greyheart says they find the Dragon Balls because reasons. Yeah, because anime. Uh, yeah, and I just, I don't, I don't know what they're going to, I think for these 20 episodes before, before Future Trunks, they're just going to have a tournament fight. They're just going to have a fighting tournament. It seems that way. But like, are we really going to care about the tournament? Because unlike, unlike... Dragon Ball, where the opponent was Tien, and we had like backstory there, and we knew who Tien was. Right. And um. And Dragon Ball Z. And Dragon Ball yeah. Z, where it was, you know, Cell, who was going to destroy the world. Right. Um. And this, it's going to be who? Some people that we don't know. I hope it's not Goku versus Goku because it's it going to be. be really cheesy and difficult to tell them apart. And no, they'll be, be using the same exact attacks on each it, other. It won't be difficult to tell them apart because they'll wear, wear like inverted colored clothing. But they're gonna be like, <laughs> they're gonna be doing that bullshit where they do the exact same moves, and it'll be like a big mirror fight. Yeah. How many times do you think that they're gonna throw? One throws one punch, the other throws the same punch, and they connect fists. If it's Goku versus Goku, that's gonna happen. Um, I don't know how many times, but we'll, I'll just say often. How about right. that? I would agree. Now, granted, half of people listening to this 
episode, at least some people have already seen these episodes, and they're already at the end of the arc we're talking about. That's a good point. But we're postulating about what might happen. That's a good word. Yeah, you like Postulating? Yeah. I like it. All right, let's get out of here. (laughs) Let's run. So we're gonna when we come back from the news break, we're gonna do we're gonna do a review on Grimgar of Fantasy Fantasy and Ash, which seems like a very uh, controversial, well rather polarizing anime. And I have no and I don't know yet how how Kazuo feels about it. So we're gonna get to all that when we come back. So stay tuned. Hey everybody, this is Mitsugi, and it's time for your second anime news break. Getting us started off with a little bit of quirky news here coming out of the NFL, which has probably never happened on this podcast before, but Antonio Brown, wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers, was giving an interview on ESPN Live this past week, and they were asking him about if he tries to emulate any particular people or characters while he's playing out on the field, and he said, quote, I don't have a number, I just want to catch them all. That's always my goal, is to maximize every opportunity and every throw that's coming my way. To be consistent. Be a guy that Ben Roethlisberger can trust. Be a guy the team can rely on, and just like Ash Ketchum from the Pokemon, I just want to catch them all. I thought that was great that a very famous wide receiver in the NFL apparently has a little soft spot for the Pokemon property. Next up, we have more Pokemon news. The upcoming Pokemon Sun and Moon video game has a very tropical setting, and because of this, the dress of some of the characters, including the NPCs, is also suitable for that type of weather. However, while every Pokemon game has had its own Professor Oak type of character, this Pokemon Sun and Moon has Professor Kukui, who has a very unique style to his dress. While he is wearing a white lab coat, he is wearing no shirt underneath, and his apparent sexual appeal has set the internet ablaze with people calling for shipping and the and comparisons to him and, Poke- and Professor Sycamore. So for those of you that are unaware that the new Pokemon Professor has people all over the internet making sexual fan art of him and uh, just setting people's hearts ablaze everywhere, you might want to check out the new Professor Kukui who will be coming out in Pokemon Sun and Moon. Next up, we have some Osamu Tezuka news. It looks like a gallery called Gallery Nucleus, which is located in Alhambra, California, is going to hold an exhibition to celebrate the 70th anniversary of the late Osamu Tezuka's career debut and the 40th anniversary of his work, Unico. So this is going to be a, an art gallery, I suppose, that's going to be in California. So for those of you that are located in the California area, you might want to make a small trip down to check out the the event. It's going to be held in exhibition format from October 8th until October 23rd. So you do have some time to plan. Maybe for even even some of those that are going to have to travel a little further, you do have some advance notice. And finally, a lot of you are probably unaware of this. However, Netflix and DreamWorks has been working together to reimagine Voltron, the, uh, the classic mech robot anime series and they have put out on their YouTube channel a new preview video for the show and has several clips for uh, Voltron Legendary Defender. So 
Voltron, the, the Voltron Project is going to stream exclusively on Netflix starting on June 10th. Now, I've watched a couple of these promo videos, and as somebody who has watched the old Voltron show as a child, I think that this new series looks pretty interesting. However, I imagine that purists of the series are probably going to be very upset by, by it, considering it has a lot of CG in it. So, for those of you that like Voltron, you might want to check out Netflix on June 10th for a new Voltron reimagining. This was Mitsuki, and this was your second anime news break, and now it's back to the podcast. Ugh, I think I'm going to be sick. Well, so long as you don't throw up on the podcast equipment. Your compassion is heartwarming. I know, I'm just a saint. Ugh, I shouldn't have eaten that entire bag of sweet potato Kit Kats. What could possibly compel you to eat an entire bag of Kit Kats? They were there, but I, I can't even look at another sweet potato Kit Kat. not a very good reason. Wait, is that JList.com open on your computer? Maybe. Well, what are you ordering off JList? Nothing. Oh, wait a minute, there it is. What is an Orion Dagashi set? An Orion Dagashi set is a set of candies that's available right now on JList.com. They have all kinds of nostalgia-inducing sweets from the Showa period of Japan, like cola, namine, ume-flavored candies, and classic caramels. It's all on JList and JBox.com for just $8. An Orion Dagashi set of Showa candies for just $8? Man, JList.com really is stepping up their game. I know! It's a great enough price that I don't even feel guilty when I eat candy until I'm sick. Okay, well, I may order a Dagashi set myself, but I'm not going to eat it the way you do, Chiaki. Ha! You wish you could handle my candy-eating skills. No one is jealous of that. Some people just never learn. Hello, addicts. My name is Dustin, but you might know me as Cram, a once-upon-a-time co-host of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Well, did you know that I have a podcast of my own? It's called Popcorn Poops, and I honestly think that it's the best married couple movie podcast slash commentary track hybrid audio program on the internet. Every week, my wife Jessica and I take turns selecting a movie based on a monthly theme, and then we sit down together and record a commentary track that you, the listener, can sync up to the film. But even if you don't have access to the movie we're watching, we still encourage you to tune in as you would to any other podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or on our website at popcornpoops.com. Again, that's popcornpoops.com. We hope you'll join us. We're back with the 327th episode of the Anime Acts Anonymous podcast. Oh, it's so good to be back. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Okay, good. I'm happy to be here. Uh, that's wonderful. <laughs> We're about to have a tropical storm, supposedly. Are we, though? Every time anybody ever goes says something that about bad weather, it never happens. No, look, I've lived in Tampa, Florida for quite some time, and we've never gotten hit by anything. I know that's jinxing it, whatever, but it just doesn't happen. And if it does, it's no big deal. Well, regardless, I'm sure my, my place of employment will expect me to drive through like hurricane-type rains tomorrow to get there. Yeah. Yeah. What can you do? I can listen to podcasts in the car while I'm stuck in mass amounts of traffic. That's a you, great idea. Because people in Florida cannot drive worth a goddamn. And if you're looking for a podcast to listen to... If it rains even a little bit in Florida, it's like as if I was in Japan when it snows. 
You know, in Let's Japan, well, in Japan, everyone's old, right? Right. So they can't drive worth a shit to begin with, because mm. the because the speed limit is so 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 like, no one can drive fast because of the speed limit, and the roads are narrow. And when it snows, even like a powdering, everyone drives like one mile an hour. And in Florida, if it rains, if I'm coming home from work and it rains, I guarantee there was a, there was a traffic accident every single time. Oh yeah. On like the, it's like I have never even come close to wrecking my car into anything. Mm-hmm. Please learn how to drive. You haven't? No, never. You've never been in an accident? No, I have been in an accident when someone else was driving and they were being dumb and oversteered and steered right into the curb. Wow. And set off both airbags. I've been in a few accidents. Well, people should learn how to. It's because people get on their cell phones and try to drive home in the rain on their cell phones, and they can't stop the way they normally would in a car when it's not when it's not, not raining. That's a good point. And they rear-end each other, and then everyone's screwed for the whole day. So yeah. Anyway, so Grimgar Fantasy Fantasy and Ash is a show that is done by A1 Pictures, right? And it came out on January 11th. So this is a, sp- I guess, a spring or winter. Yep. Spring anime? Um, no, spring. We're, in, we're in spring right now. This is a winter 2016 anime, and the, the the director, who directed this guy, this thing? This was directed by... Nakamura uh, Yosuke. Yeah, I was just about to say it. Who did pretty much everything. What? Yeah, he did the... He oh, did, yeah. Wow, yeah. Sound director, script, series, composition. Busy man. Busy, busy man. So he did, he did, he directed part of the Aoi Bungaku series, some of Arakawa Under the Bridge... He directed, um, let's see, he did some work on Nana, but didn't direct that, and he did, he directed, episode director for Piano no Mori, so he hasn't done a whole lot of actual, like, straight up directing, but he's done a lot of, a lot of work on different things. So, let me ask you a question. Yes. I am here. After I finished watching Grimgar of Fantasy Fantasy and Ash. You keep saying fantasy, it's so funny. I can't. Yeah, I finished the entire time. After watching Hai Togenso no Grimuga, okay. I went back to the first episode and watched it again because I wanted to see if they ever said whether or not they were like people that were trapped in a video game or if we were just experiencing a world that was like a video game. Right. Or what the deal was. Yes. And I don't know that they ever specified. They said um, basically the first couple episodes, they discussed that they appeared in this world. They don't know where they came from. Because they keep referencing shit from the real world. Yes, they'll they'll make like little one-liners about things that we know that are common in our world. But and then they'll then they'll talk about how what is that? What did you just say? I don't know why I said that. That's so weird. And one guy at the end was like screaming Australia. Yeah. And there was a there was a mention as you just said about like a cell phone. Then he was like, "What is a cell phone?" Yeah. So clearly they come from a world probably similar to ours, and they somehow ended up in this video game like world. However, they don't know how they got there. And they never really discuss it at all. Like, you know? Yeah. I mean, which, I mean, it's it's interesting because it, it, it's not really important to the story that they came from a different world. It really has nothing to do with the story. Yeah. Which is why they never discuss it. But then why do they even have it in the story if it's not, like, they men- they, they, they mention it a couple of times, but they never explore it. So why even mention it? So the chat is having this discussion now, and I'm sure someone in the chat has probably read all the manga and done, consumed every piece of back of background information on the show, and somebody will know. So, but in essence, it's a story about a party of of like RPG style warriors that right. are sort of trying to get their foothold foothold in this world because they're they're not very skilled 
and they and, the, and initially they even struggle to fight like one goblin as a giant group, so they right. they can't even take on a goblin, and yeah, you you've got like your thief, your black mage, your white mage, your tank, your archer, um, and then who else? Like, like thief, dark yeah. knight, dark knight. That's the other one. Um, so yeah, it's this whole group, and like I said, they just appear in this world, and in order to survive, they have to go out and make kills to earn money to buy food and shelter and tools and all that stuff. So someone in the chat said, a Dong Feast said it's a world like a game, but it's not like they're trapped in a game. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not technically a game, like, but it's... It, but I'm not so sure about that. Well, it might, yeah, who knows? We don't know. That's the thing. They never discuss it. Well, they almost certainly narrow it down to the point where we can ascertain and assume some things. Yeah. So first of all, the sheer fact that they are referencing things from our world mean right. that they're either people playing a game... Mm-hmm. Like on their computer, or they are trapped in the game. Right. One way or the well, other, and they, they discuss, are connected to our world. They discuss leveling up and acquiring new skills. So there's a, there's very uh, there are a lot of game like elements. Yes, I will say they never distinctly say that they are in a game. However, the world is is very game like. And due due to specific events that due to, due to you you say that that they're not they don't actually say they're in a game right well i think it's don't you think it's pretty clear here's the thing you can't i can't say that they are or aren't because they never actually tell you that in the show uh, i think it's if i were to make a guess yes i would say they're in a game but yeah. i can't say for certain so due to a certain event that happens that we'll probably talk about in a few minutes like in a few minutes after we play a spoiler drop due to a certain event that happens i am led to believe that they are trapped in the game, um, dot hack style. Okay. And I think you know what event I'm talking about, because if that because if, if that wasn't the case, then what happens wouldn't be a big deal. I no, you're I not, you're not talking about. We'll get to that. Okay, so we'll get to that, and I and I'll bring it up again. Okay. So yeah, in the game, you know, and in initially they're struggling to find food or to, to earn enough money to eat. To buy clothing, they mentioned that they don't even have enough money to like fix their underwear and stuff. Right, and they and they have to kill these goblins to earn coins, like, like and almost so forth. no money at all. Yeah, and what one of the things I did find interesting about it is that when they actually do first kill their, you know, to kill a goblin, the first time they accomplish that, um, it's not just as you would imagine in a game where it's like, hey, we killed the enemy, let's collect the coins and go about our business. They actually have to murder this living creature, who is trying to fight back desperately for its life. Right. And they're stabbing it multiple times to kill it. Right. And, you know, they kind of break down emotionally because of, like, the intensity of the moment. So the, the best way to describe this anime, I, I feel like, is to compare it to other shows and then differentiate it. Okay. So this is a game. I'm just going to assume they're trapped in the game world for reasons that I'll mention later. So it's like a dot .hack. It's like a Sword Art Online Type of it's like a Konosubarashi Sekai whatever that Konosuba they call it because nobody wants to say actual Japanese, um, which I hate. I that's one of my pet peeves. I can't stand that. Yeah. And why does every anime that's more than two words have to be truncated to like one syllable? That's a very Japanese thing. I mean, no, it's our thing. They're do, they're not doing that. We're doing it. What? No, Japanese have tons of things that they truncate. I'm saying that when. I'm saying that when they have a when they, when we have an anime title called Konosubarashi Sekai o Shukufuku whatever it was, yeah. they're not shortening it to Konosuba. Are they? We're shortening it to Konosuba. Konosuba would mean nothing to them. 
Yeah, but Japanese have many, many phrases that they shorten into like a couple syllables. They do. We have that for everything too. I'm just saying I think it's annoying when we do that. Yeah, I think it's annoying when they have ridiculously long names for these shows. I think it is. I think it is too. Yeah. <laughs> I also think it's annoying when episode titles are long. Like this, like Dragon Ball has the longest episode titles I've ever heard of. Yeah. So the differentiation for this show, and maybe you'll disagree with me, is that I feel like this show is a deconstruction to an extent of this like fantasy world game genre. Interesting. And the reason why I say that is because in this game, or in, in this anime, as you just mentioned, mm-hmm. there's a scene in the beginning where they have to, where they, in a scene that is fairly brutal, murder a goblin. He's like on its chest, stabbing it to death while it, while it screams. It's pretty yeah. intense. And then they have like this emotional impact from like the fact that they just butchered something that was just trying to live. Right. And it was almost like they murdered a person, right? Yeah. Because the goblins I mean, are kind of people-like. Yeah, they're very human-like. Like, they're walking around with, like, satchels on and going about their business, and then they get attacked by a squad of people that are trying to murder it. Right. And it's just trying to live its life. Well, other shows, like Dot .hack, I haven't seen Sword Art Online, so I don't. I can only assume, but they would just kill something and nobody would think a thing about it. And, or like, no, Sword Art Online is the same. Or like if you were having trouble fighting and not having much money in these other shows, you wouldn't even hear about it. But in this in this anime, they're like starving, not eat, not eating. They have no clothing. They have to like pull their money together just to like buy a helmet, like a shitty little helmet. So it's showing you. And then an event that happens that I'll talk about has a has a devastating impact on the people on the characters in the show. And I feel like all of this is showing the the realistic impact of what it would be like for people living in a world like this. Right. So just like you have these magical girl shows like, like Madoka Magica where they're fighting huge monsters and dying and stuff, mm-hmm. this show is a deconstruction because the things, the way that these characters would be impacted and if, if they were really living a life in a RPG game, you f- you see the impact on the characters and on, like on their lives. Definitely. So I feel like this is a deconstruction of the genre. I could see that. Yeah. No, that's a valid point. It's it's definitely a very, I mean, realistic is a strong word to use for anything <laughs> like an anime, but um, it's 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 a realistic telling of what it would be like if these characters were in this situation. So yeah, I would agree with that. Bcom in the chat, whom I know personally hates this show, says that it's completely unrealistic. So it like I guess meaning it couldn't be a deconstruction, but I would say that they're taking the events of, of an RPG world to its to their realistic sort of impacts and conclusions as realistic as it can be because I mean obviously it has goblins in it because it's an RPG world right so obviously it's not realistic. I, I think the only unrealistic thing about it is that they never explore why they're there or where they came from. I I agree, but I but I but as we'll get into later, I think they sort of. If you pay attention, I think they kind of like it's not that much of a. You don't have to be like a, and and you don't have to be Detective Conan to figure <laughs> out to figure out what's really happening. Well, and and, and at the end of the show, and it, it's not really a spoiler, but they come to a realization that it doesn't matter where they came from. What matters is every day, you know, living life. So that is a way. That is a way that I feel like this is different from other shows, you know, because. In all these, most of these other game game anime shows, they don't really they don't think about these things. They don't like in Sword Art Online. I doubt they even think one second about how anything that they're doing would realistically be impacting them. And I know that doesn't happen in like Overlord or Dot Hack, right? 
Dot .hack, the only thing that ever happens is that they're worried about getting killed and being killed in real life. Well, the same in Sword Art Online. Like, if they get killed there, they'll die in real life and everything. So, how did you feel about the... Uh, let's skip the characters for a minute, because that's going to launch into an argument. So, let's... Uh, okay. ha, ha, how did you feel about the way that this show looked? Um, gosh. So, to be completely 100% honest... Of course. Terrible. Always. Okay, so why did you think it looked terrible? Uh, the Almost the entire show was still images of like water painting type scenes like like literally it would just be a character talk like a voiceover and then it would be pan across this scene pan across this scene pan across this scene and it, that's all it was for like the majority of the shows and then when it would show a character they would be standing there not doing anything there were several scenes where it was off model it was i mean the action scenes were okay but it, it okay it, the still images were pretty i'll say that much so Yes, I, I the show is it's it's pretty at times and at times it doesn't look so good, and part of the problem is that this show was produced partially produced by a music company. It had a it had, it had a music company employee or something on their board of directors, and so you know those like those giant pans that you're talking about and yeah. the montages where they played like these long songs. I really want that is why they're doing that because yeah. there's, there's a they have music there's an influ- influence there from a music company. I want to know if they cut out all of the silent panning scenes and the and the musical interludes. How long would this show actually be? Of like if you were just purely take out this is the story, I how would long say, would it be? I would say across the whole show, you probably would lose a whole episode. Uh, yeah, I would say so maybe would, even more than so that. So I would say that you're averaging like at least two. Probably two to three minutes an episode is yeah. like the, it's just nothing. Is, is the music stuff? Yeah. So it didn't look that great. I mean, it it didn't look it didn't look terrible. It didn't really bother me. The backgrounds I can't really complain with because they're obviously done like wa- like watercolor style, which yeah. is a style that is picking up, is increasing in popularity. I feel like because they're using it. Studios are using it a lot. Have you noticed? Watercolor. The sort of like whimsical watercolor looking backgrounds. Yeah. I think are, are picking up are picking up speed. Yeah, I would agree. And it's nice. It's pretty. So the watercolors. It is. It is nice. I I wasn't all that impressed with how the show looked. I thought for a for an action show, it uh, it could have been better. But I feel like the actual action scenes were usually pretty good, like above average. Was it an action show though? Um, I don't think it was. It isn't, but it has it has a fair amount of action scenes in it. I think yes. I think it could have existed without the action scenes at all for what for it sure. was doing, but. To be the to be like the deconstruction that I feel like it is. I don't think they even needed the action, but I think that they they spend a good, I don't know, four minutes and four to five minutes an episode on actual fight scenes. Not every episode. Not every episode, but like the last few episodes, like they were nothing but fight oh, yeah. scenes, like the whole time. Well, so yeah, and I think I think the show itself, if I were to put it in a category, um, it I, I it certainly has action, but I would say it's more of a, an exploration into like the human psyche and like how, how people as you were saying it kind of a deconstruction about how people react to certain situations how they change and grow over time albeit they're changing very very slowly so how did you feel about the characters in the show um they were very forgettable for me um, okay none of them stood out their personalities were somewhat realistic but i think maybe even too realistic because you know, when you watch a show, especially a show that's only like 12 episodes, you know, you expect your characters to go from one point to another rather quickly because they have to get through the story, which perhaps isn't very realistic. That's not how people 
develop over time. You know, you're not going to change within a couple of days uh, all that much. And do you, I'm sorry, do they specify how much time passes in this show? They don't. Because like I mean, it would, I don't it, know, it, it could seem, be it, it could be months. Yeah, I don't know. that it would seem like it was quite a bit of time, and the characters almost don't develop at all until like the very end of the show. Like the very end of the show, it's like a switch is flipped and they all uh, evolve as people like immediately, which is weird. Well, but. I'm just gonna play the spoiler drop. It's okay. too hard to talk about some things. I don't think we're gonna devastate you with spoilers, but there are like certain key events that need to be discussed in order to even to have a, have a conversation about this anime so here comes your drop sure you want answers i think i'm entitled you want answers i want the truth you can't handle the truth okay well i think like they're clearly a dysfunctional group for a large portion of the show and then part of the way through the show they step it up and like the main like the main haruhiko sort of the leader of the group the leader of the group sort of makes a, a better effort to understand Mary, who is an extremely important character in the show, and they all they have like a moment where they they really try to understand her. And once like they stop being dysfunctional as hell because of her and because of because of the fact that their old leader Monato gets killed. A huge part of it is because of the fact that Monato got killed. Well, it makes sense that like that they're completely like dysfunctional and stuck in limbo because they're because their leader they lose their leader. They're all kind of shell shocked from the reality of losing their friend and. Then, so they suck for a few episodes, and then they kind of, you know, say, well, we kind of have to move on. Right. And then they figure out what happened to Mary, which is even worse than what happened to them. Mm -hmm. They try to understand her, and once they all kind of start to understand each other, I feel like the synergy returns. And um, Right, but that so doesn't happen until, like, the last two episodes when the synergy it returns. It doesn't. It doesn't, but the show, the show probably needed to be longer. Yeah. But they just, I mean... I feel like I feel like the show didn't accomplish much, but I mean it didn't really have very much length. I mean I don't know what it, like you can't really do a lot with twelve episodes generally. Right. I mean, well, that's not necessarily true. There are definitely shows that do plenty with twelve episodes, but I, I feel like the show uh, didn't accomplish much. I feel I feel like there are points that dragged that sh that didn't need to drag. You know, like um, when. When when the leader guy dies, it's like okay, very upsetting. But they yeah. they they drag onto that for several episodes, and it's like okay, I mean, we got it. We all understand what's going yeah, but on it's here. A Let's move on to the next point. And they just don't. Well, and I then when you get this girl, Mary or whatever her name is, the the new healer who joins the group, like she is super rude to everybody in the group, and and doesn't like anyone. It doesn't doesn't uh, play well. Like she doesn't uh, actually, you know, when someone's injured, she won't heal them. And it's like, okay, why, why is she even there? Like, if you're looking for a new healer and you find someone who doesn't do the job, why would you even keep her? That doesn't make any sense. But then they drag onto that for a while, and then they finally get to a point where it's like, oh, okay, I understand why she is the way she is. But it, 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 it just these notes just drag on for way too long, and that's and that eats up so much of the show. And then you're left with the last two episodes to hit the whole plot and bring everything back around. I think that your point that you just made, which your point isn't not true, it does take them a while to get their shit together and they drag on with the with, with the depression for a while. But that point combined with the sentiments I that I've been hearing all week from people mm -hmm. is that people don't people find it think it's boring because of that. But okay. my answer is that this is a deconstruction. I, I'm right. gonna stick to it. And when your friend gets 
like basically killed right in front of you, mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to be affected by for a while. I mean, not only does your friend die, but you're living in the same world too where you could be next. Right. And Mary, well, Mary just should be traumatized forever because she feels r- directly responsible for killing three of her friends. Mm-hmm. And so if this is to be a deconstruction where in this world people are like if you were to die tomorrow, Kazuo, right, in real life, okay, I would be I would be upset about it for more than like one anime episode, okay. <laughs> that would be hilarious. So if that's all. So you were like, oh, he, oh no, Kazuo's dead. Next episode. So that's my thing. Like <laughs> moving along. If they were to have their if they were to have their leader Monato die, and then we just get over it in one episode and move on, like I feel like people want because people want them to move it along and get to the action, right. Then it's not a deconstruction anymore, and, yes. you, and you're just completely like we're talking about things being unrealistic in mm-hmm. the chat. Well, what's unrealistic is having Mary have like basically all of her friends murdered, uh, and then to have her just get over it like it's nothing, or to have them just forget about Monato in one episode. Mm-hmm. That is what's unrealistic. Two things. So if it's a deconstruction, you need to have these things happening. The pace is appropriate for a deconstruction. Two things. One. What also is very unrealistic is that they would hire someone to join their group who doesn't do their job. So they, if if you were looking for a healer and this girl just doesn't heal, like she literally will not. Like this dude has like his arm sliced open and she's like, I'm not healing you. Well, you're, you're fired. I'm going to go find somebody else. That's one thing that's unrealistic. Another thing. They explain that. It's because she doesn't want to waste her magic yes. because she ended up killing all her friends because yes, she was frivolously spending it. but they explain that way at the very end of the show. But it's also because the reason why I'm they telling sh- you that they, she wouldn't even have the job if she wasn't doing it. But they would have. she would have the job because they're a dysfunctional group of losers who would take anybody. At that point, they still can't even fight like goblins. They're desperate as shit. Like, Perhaps, they but they, nev- they never explore them looking for someone. They don't, but that's true. But they're desperate people that have no money and they're basically barely eating to begin with and they have to go kill shit to get money and without the healer, they're not eating. So okay. they got to find one like immediately. So let's just say they couldn't find anyone but her. Okay. Fine. Okay. Another thing is you're saying it's a deconstruction. I kind of agree that it's definitely they're trying to make a more realistic idea of like what would it be like if people were in this world. But the creators of this show knew from the very beginning that they had 12 episodes to work with. Right. If you don't have the time needed to explore what you're trying to explore, what are they trying you're to doing explore? It, what you were just saying, they're trying to do a deconstruction. They're trying to explore like what would people really be like if they were put in this environment. And if you're if you know for a fact that you only have 12 episodes to work with, then you can't do that. I thought they did it. I thought it was perfect the way they did it. All they needed to do was isolate the situation of our friend died, we're exploring the hardships of the world. They've resolved their problem with Monito. Mm-hmm. I thought pretty cleanly even. And then they resolved Mary's problem also. And that was it. Like by the end of the show, there were no problems left. It was if they had continued this show, it would have just been yeah. but well, they, oh, the but next the next journey continues is what it would have been. But they, they wrapped up the first yeah, part. But they literally resolved every single problem in the last two episodes. They spent ten episodes dragging on and on and on. And in the last two episodes, as I said, everyone's personality hits a switch. And, like, the guy who was once unreliable and, and, and irritable and, and didn't pay attention to anybody fi- becomes, like, a team player. And then the guy who couldn't lead at all becomes a great leader. And then the girl who, like, didn't want to heal anyone becomes part of the team. Like, everyone switches in the so last what two did episodes. You, what did you want to have happen? People to gradually grow over time as they would. But instead, what they had was everybody just be a whiny pain in the butt for ten episodes. And then on episode 11, everyone you just, all of a sudden becomes a team player. You just... But but what you just said was contradictory. 
How so? Because you say you want them to. You said it's. You're saying that like it's too slow. They wasted to, the to time. grow at, at a at a pace that would make sense for the story. Like, but don't you think that like the amount of hardship and like emotional impact they had was yes, appropriate but, for what happened? Cause but because they, they can't get over it and move things along, right? And develop but quickly for that, and have their problems. But for that, you can't have their emotions and everything change in the last two episodes. If you wanted to make this super realistic and a real deconstruction, this show would be way long so it needs to be longer yes but that either, makes it slow or slower that's too. what i'm saying either that but that's what's wrong with the show is either it's not long enough or they didn't use their time wisely i don't think people i don't think other people like if just hearing the chat talk i don't think they can handle 24 episodes i know i and i would agree because it was boring for me but some people I, enjoy that i didn't think it was boring that's what i'm saying some so people enjoy that also so, you, also you thought there was a ton of fan service and i didn't really oh i won't i didn't hundred percent i didn't there feel was a ton over, of fan service. i didn't feel overwhelmed by it at all I mean, I'm not overwhelmed by it. I don't really care about it. But okay, I chat. Just, I just watched this. I just watched this. Sh- there chat. are some people in the chat that are very passionate and a, yes little, or no. and a little emotional about the fans. Yes the or show, no? So. There was a bunch of fan service in the show. That's all. Yes or no? Well, of Type course now. Well, the outspoken people who hate the show are going to say yes. So yeah, but the people no who don't will say no. The people that don't. So care you're saying that that that, that there's I'm no point that in asking for the opinions of all the people watching. You should right not now. ask because people. There are several people in the chat that are very emotional about hating it, and then the people that the people that don't hate it just aren't vocal. They don't care. That's how that's how it always is online. The haters scream and make everyone look bad, and the people that don't that don't really care don't. Okay, say here anything. we go. Here come the answers. Yes, of course. Oh, one person no. says no. There was a fuck ton of fan service. Yes, yes. a bunch. No. no, no, no. Hell no. Oh, we got a hell no. And there were more no's than uh, yeses. Hey, wow, look at this. Well, uh, it's, it's at least 50, not for 50. me. It's there 50, was a lot 50. of fan service, and it was glorious. Yes, you may had a booty. There was a bit. Okay, it's fifty-fifty. So I mean, but you can't I, say there wasn't fan service. There was a little bit of fan service, but like I just finished watching Dimension W, where every single time they showed that's not true at all. Midai, she was in the shower. Her ass. There was, was one out. scene where she was in the shower. She was a cat girl robot. That's like, true. That's kind of funny. They, her whole existence <laughs> was fan service. That's not true. It her was. whole existence. You're being ridiculous, dude. Though. Why else would they make? Why she was a robot, right? Yeah. Why does she have to have a like a like a almost completely useless cord tail that makes her look like a like a demon cat girl? That's kind of funny. It, it's pandering, <laughs> complete pandering. No, for sure. But to say her whole existence was fancy, it was ridiculous. She was the much. only good person in the show. She was. It was fancy. She was the only good character. So, I mean, like. If I like if I, it, would I say that there's no fan service in Grimgar? No, there's a little bit of fan service. There's a couple scenes where like they're trying to peep on them in the bath. Um, the TV special, which I watched, also pretty funny. The what? The, oh, there's a there's a special, and the whole special is. It, it, I thought it was funny. It was about them trying to peep on the girls, and they have this huge dramatic scene where they're all crying in the rain about it. It's it's funny. Yeah. Um. So there's like a couple episodes, couple shots where they try to peep on her in the in the, in the bath. There's like a couple shots of Midai, of Yume's butt. There's a, but like there are several discussions about their breasts. But like, like I just watched like five anime that were like all they did was sure. I I not I not long ago watched an anime where a monster like vomit jizzed all over a cat person's like face and boobs, which was Utawai to do mono. Oh yeah. I mean Man, like I when I'm watching all these anime that are just like rife with fan service and then I go to Grimgar right. which but has a little bit but by compa- but by today's standards really doesn't have much. You Mary yeah. Mary had no fan service. Well, no, None. No, Mary there was one scene where she was like hugging her knees crying and you could see like the bottoms of her legs and that was it. Right. 
No, Mary wasn't a character that was meant for fan service, but the other two girls in the group and the main character's trainer lady who had well, literally I her can't outfit, defend her. Her I outfit can't was a her. strip of cloth just around I, her boobs. I cannot defend her other than the fact that she was only <laughs> in the show for about three total minutes. <laughs> like, I can't defend that. Um, but but and, don't and, you And think then the one girl on the squad who has the big boobs, and there's that whole like episode where they do nothing but discuss her boobs. But they don't show you her boobs. They, there's yeah, a oh, a hundred percent they do. Really there's the so. scene no. where where she peeks out the window and it looks like homeboy is getting blown by the other girl. You, if, if and then she's like in her towel and you see like, that scene exists. But if you're going to if you're going to say that like the way that we're talking, that's a scene in the show. It is, but where you, it, it <laughs> there's is, some it misunderstanding is. about a guy and a girl and it looks like she's giving him a BJ. It is. That's a scene in the show. And another girl shows up with no clothes on to be like, oh, I'm so sorry. There, that's a scene in the show. But, but no, there's no fan service. To say that they say that this is a fan service show, I'm not saying you it, need to have a lot of examples. And if it was a, if this was a show that was trying to push fan service on us, they would have done something with Mary. Why did they? Do, why does she have no fan? She service? was the only one that didn't. She was literally. I the don't only. agree. I think by well, like by by the what stand, other girl on the show didn't have fan service by shots? the standards of anime today, this show doesn't have that much fan service in it. Uh, look, I'm not saying there's maybe like three examples for each girl character. And that's it. In 12 episodes. Yeah, that's not that much. There are... Th- there, there was more fan service in the opening video of, of Musaga no Phantom World. Oh, there's more fan service in the opening in this video in, of this than show. Than in Grimgar's entire run. Okay. Well, whatever. Okay, I'm just saying. There, we're, whatever, we're, the fan service isn't that important. Yeah, we're, 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 make, we're, we're arguing over a point that's completely objective, so whatever. Yeah. So... I feel like I had another important point I wanted to make about the show. But I can't uh, you were going to tell me that I am completely right. And about what, you, exactly? About everything. That's what you're about to say, I think. No, well, <laughs> um, I actually liked the show. As I'm sure it's apparent because it's, I'm defending it. It's very well reviewed. I will say, on my anime list, it has like a 7.9 or something like that. It does, but we all know my anime list doesn't mean shit. No. Because well, what's funny, too, is if you look at the reviews on here, it's like... Eight and then two, <laughs> then four and then another four. Yeah, you either love this show or hate it. But, yeah, but like, um, I I can't look at my anime list scores anymore because no. the because the greatest ten, the top ten anime of all time are Gintama. Right. I think that I think it's funny. That Gintama. Uh, I don't think Gintama's listed as like the greatest on. That oh yes, it is. It's five of the top ten shows. We just get did this. out of here. Yes, that it is. We just did this. Go ahead. You have fun with that. Yeah, um, I actually thought Grimgar was a good show, as um, a lot of people seem to not agree with me. But um, oh crap, you're right. Oh, I'm, I'm totally right. It, it literally is five of the top ten. Yeah, yeah, that's why you can't look at that anymore because it's stupid. Wow. So yeah, I, I really thought Grimgar was a pretty good anime. I mean, I get how most people, how some people don't like it because they expect. I they, they ex- actually you know what I want to go back to a point, and then I'll return to this in a second. Okay. So I, I made the point that I thought that they were trapped in the game, right? Okay. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is because you can eliminate the possibility of them being in the real world right away, or you, you can eliminate the fact that they have no connection to Earth or whatever by the fact that they keep referencing Australia and cell phones and things like that. They're clearly either playing a game or they're trapped in the game. Either way, they have a connection to our world. Yes. Can we agree on that? Oh, yeah. Now, when Monito dies... Mm-hmm. If they were just playing a game, right? Right. Wouldn't he just respawn, or they wouldn't care that much? I don't know. I mean, so the impact they, that his they, death has no, makes they, me feel like he is trapped in the game with them. 
Potentially. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't get where you're going with this, but yeah, I mean, I would agree if, but they clearly weren't aware that they were playing a game if they were. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make the point that I think, so we don't know what we were talking about how we don't know if they're trapped in it or if they're just playing a game or if they're actually living people in that world. Yeah. Well, well, if they are playing a game, as I was saying, they're clearly not aware of the fact that they're playing a game for all they know. It's a real, it's the real world. And what I'm saying is they have to be playing a game because they're in this other world referencing things in the, in our world. And they want us to know that. Yeah. Yeah. So they're obviously playing. They're either like drugged and kidnapped and knocked unconscious and (laughs) have their memories wiped and are put on an Island where they're fighting monsters. A la Battle Royale or something, mm-hmm. which probably not the case. Or they're trapped in the game or they're playing a game, but because Monito dies and they're all traumatized, right. I feel like they're trapped there. Because he's dead. Yeah. As far as they know. As it far could, as they it know, could be he's it could dead. be that his he his character dies there and then he just wakes up in the real world like, oh, that was weird. They could be playing like Who hard, knows? they could be playing like hardcore mode of a game or when you die you're dead, like in Diablo. Yeah. I mean we don't th- we don't know and they never discuss it, so we ha- where it's all just speculation at this point. Some Bcom in the chat again, very vocal, says it doesn't have to be a game. It could just be an alternate universe that acts like a game. Possibly. Yeah. Why not? Well, then why 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 are they referencing like cell like phones? Like ReZero. Why are they referencing a cell phone and being and then all confused about it? No, it's just like ReZero, which is another show that just came out. In which in which what happens? In which the main character wakes up in a world that's much like a game. But it's not a game. It's a world that's just like a game. Okay, so they're all transported to a world. Potentially, that we don't. That's the thing realistic. is, we don't know. We have no idea because they never discuss it. So, and it's okay. never explained. Well, that seems a little, a little less likely to me. But, um, <laughs> well, it just does. I mean, all of it's unlikely. <laughs> it's none of it's real. So my, I, I, I like the show. I thought that the p- people didn't like the show because it's slow. Or I, I saw a guy say that like he was watching the show and then. He was bored by it, and then they had an episode about being bored, and then he quit. They literally had a whole episode where the characters were bored and didn't want to do anything. Didn't have Wasn't anything. Wasn't it like half an episode? Right after no, it was an entire died? episode. Well, I don't. That was pretty funny. I, I was like, "That's hilarious." Bored. I'm like, "That's exactly how I feel right now." <laughs> My logic is flawed, apparently. Yeah, what's interesting about this show, and I, I feel like we're probably going to be getting to our scores very soon. Very soon. Um, what's interesting about this show, and I was thinking about this as I was trying to think of like, okay, how am I going to score this? Because scores are, are ridiculous. Like, placing a numerical value on a piece of art is, is absurd, to be, to be true, to be honest. A- and so much of it is about what do you like? You know, like, some people are going to watch this show and be like, this is amazing. I love this show. And then other people are going to watch, wa- watch this show and be like, this is horrendous. I can't watch this crap. So it's like, but it's all completely uh, subjective. Is that the word I'm looking for? Or subjective, right? It's objective. Object. No, yes. Yeah. All right. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is that it's it's all dependent upon your personal opinion and your perspective and all that stuff. So to give it a, a numerical value is ridiculous, but we will anyway. Yeah, you can go ahead and give your score right now if you want. Oh man, it's so difficult. To Whatever s- your score will be much lower than mine. Possibly. Who knows? Um, what are you gonna like? Give it a five? You're like greatest enemy of all time. When I was listening to when <laughs> I when I watched the end of the show, I was thinking to myself, there's literally almost nothing about the show I didn't like. Wow. And I liked it so much that I watched the special, which I almost never do. I took an extra 15 minutes to watch the TV special. Now, there are some things that that are factual when it comes to scoring a show, like okay. the art quality. And and we both agreed that the that the, the animation was not good. 
It was it was average. After watching Dragon Ball Super, it looks great. Yeah, right. God, it was it was it was average. it was a little below average. Uh, and so, I I was watching sure. it in like crappy quality on my like projector. Well, I was watching it in 1080p. Okay, well, and it was below average for sure. I did. I I, I can't say that. I, I say it was, it was. I would say it was average. Well, you would say it was average because you want to give it a good score. I would say <laughs> it was average because almost every anime TV show is cut rate nowadays. Okay. And so. it's not. A, it doesn't look like a movie. Right. Right. It's not Sword of the Stranger. Right. But when they are actually fighting goblins and shit, rather than just having like flashing lights and not even trying to animate it or having st- panning still images, they actually have them moving and stuff, which is I appreciated that. I can't say that for a lot of shows. I mean, think about Utawadu Dumono. They didn't even bother like animating the fights. They would just have a still image of like a sword hitting and then make <laughs> like a, a clang noise. They didn't do that in this show. They actually like fought and sliced people open and stuff like that. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know, whatever. So It's not the best-looking show, I admit. Okay. So, in my opinion, I didn't think, from what I saw, that it was well-animated. Um, I think it was poorly paced. Now, I do understand that they were intentionally going slow for the majority of the show, and that's fine. I, if, if that was the entire show, if it maintained that slow pace, then I'd be like, that's what they were going for. But the fact of the matter is, in the last two episodes, they completely switched up the pace and rushed through them really quickly. So the pacing was off for the show. The animation wasn't very good. Um, the characters, I mean, for me, pretty forgettable. Honestly, I don't even remember any of their names. I know all their names. I'm sure you do. But again, that... was I know all their names and you don't know any of them. Because it's all... This is We, we just discussed this. There was Haruhiko. <laughs> it's all about your opinion there and how Monato, you view it personally. There was Monato. There was Mary. There was Yume. If, if you're looking for a show that is fun and action-packed or entertaining or or something that you can quickly you know in, enjoy and get through this is probably not the show for you if you're looking for a slow steady kind of exploration into how would somebody really react if they were put in this situation then this may be for you um that's what it is it's a deconstruction it's nothing less than or more i'm not than disagreeing with you i'm just okay. saying not everybody wants that that's true. I would say the majority of anime fans probably don't want that. No, they don't want that. So, you know, again, it's all dependent upon what you're looking for. If you're yep. looking to be entertained and have fun, it's probably not the show for you. But if you're into shows like, um, what was that really, really slow show where he, uh, uh, it's about the dude with the white hair and he finds these spirits what, and Chiaki like, really are likes you it. ripping on Mushishi? Mushishi. No, I'm not ripping on it. But if you really like Mushishi, Mushishi is an incredibly slow show. But are you saying if you like Mushishi, you'll like this? I'm saying that because that would make the chat go no rabid. I'm saying the <laughs> pacing of Mushishi, the fact that it's incredibly slow, and this is also a very incredibly slow show. So if you're if you enjoy that type of pacing, then you might also potentially like this. Although they're oh, man, they're vastly different shows, but the pacing is similar. Um, okay, what's your score? I mean, for me personally, just hammer it. Do what you want. No, I'm gonna be honest. Okay, I want you to be. I'm honest. not like you, Mitsugi. But I think I think hammering it is your honesty. You don't seem like you like it, so that's fine. But I'm but I'm also not saying I can't say it's a bad show because it's all entirely based upon my opinion. But if I'm scoring it based on my opinion, yeah, then I would have to give it, God, generously a two. Okay, that's fine. Out of five, I'm fine with that. Yeah. So. Ultimately, I, I like the show. I thought that the characters were... I, this is this is a deconstruction, right? I've said that like 10 times now. Um, yeah, um, at least. The problem with this show is that... Or the problem with... The problem is that people 
people like the people that watch are that are watching live. Some of them, I think, I feel like we have a much more refined audience than the general population. I would agree. And I think that that is of our own making because the people that want to watch like Moe blobs and stuff like that all left a long time ago and went to what went to other things and didn't want to hear us making fun of their Moe shows. And, and that's fine. We've carved like an audience that is, you know, more in line with our rantings and stuff like that. Right. And, and I'm fine with that. It's, it is what it is. It's, it's, it's all good. But I feel like I feel like people don't like this show because it's slow and they don't want that. They, they they think it's boring. You that's just said. Fair, I think yeah, you just said that's that. That's a fair point. Yeah. But this is a deconstruction, and I know de- de- deconstructions don't have to be boring, but that is the approach they took with it. And if so, if like one of their close friends dies, one of the girls, the the you, the purple hair girl, what was her name? She Shihadu or something? Shihadu was like crushing on or in love with Monoto. They were pretty clear about that. Which one is that? The one with the big boobs? That was the purple hair, the mage. Yeah, with the the big, the big boobs. That's that she talks about. Oh, I'm fat. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that girl. So they're emotionally devastated by the fact that their friend dies. It's a deconstruction. They need to be realistic about how that impacts them, and they were. It took a while. I get it. That makes the show slow. People turned it off. They wanted to watch fight scenes. If you want to watch fight scenes, go watch another show about being in a fantasy world. I don't know. Go watch Konosuba. I haven't watched that. I imagine it's more like funny and like like lighthearted and more probably more fighting. Go watch Sword Art Online. I'm sure it definitely Sword Art Online had more fighting. Well, yeah, but I would okay, more say fighting. It's a very good show. Go watch, watch Sword Art Online. Watch Re Zero. It's like you can't have a serious show. It's difficult to have a serious show like this one and have a ton of fighting when like they're trying to be they're trying to be real about what's happening and people are getting killed. I feel like I feel like it was a I feel like it was a deconstruction and people didn't want that. Yeah, that's what I'm. I just feel like people didn't want it. You know, so it is what it is. So I didn't mind it. I thought that there was actually quite a bit of fighting. They there was a fight scene in like every episode, pretty much, and they actually like made an effort to animate them. So the fact that like we whined and moped because like a bunch of pe- like four total people got killed out of like ten out of ten or whatever in the show, but there were, there were twelve total people. There were her Mary's party had five people. Their party had six. Yeah. Four of them died. Yeah, but you That's know, four out of 11 people died. You never really get to know her party, though. They're you just, don't. They're always dead. You don't, but what I'm saying is that when four out of 11 people die, the rest of the people are a little traumatized. Mm-hmm. But because they're doing a deconstruction, they got to be slow about that. I get it. You said they sped it up too much at the end. Whether or not that's true, I, I can't refute your points. It's your opinion. That's cool. Um, I thought the characters were, were quite good. Um, I thought that they were they were all really unique. They all had like their own personality. The big the big guy was kind of was kind of uh, quiet and gentle. Here's a question about that because that was this is something I was thinking about, and I want to get your opinion on it. Um, and I feel like this is in all just in anime in general is that personalities are very like one dimensional. Like you have this character is this, this character is this, and they they yeah. stick to their, you know, like you have the big strong silent guy you have the unsure leader you have the loud mouth you yeah have, you know it's like does the do nuanced characters just not exist in anime or is it just so rare um well i think it's pretty rare yeah i i, I really think that uh, i think that the rare the, the characters that are that are that you're talking about are the ones that have unique problems like i think of uh, uh whatever the boy whatever the boy's name was from uh oh my power just flickered yeah that was that's weird. not good 
I think of the boy from uh, from Your Line April. Right. Like, traumatized as a child. That's a pretty unique character, but Your Line April had better writing than most shows. But this show, they all had unique, they all had unique character, they all had unique personalities. Um, and actually, you know, I thought Mary, Mary had a lot of growth. She went from being, like, this traumatized, stuck-up bitch to being somebody who, like, actually cared about her new party and contributed. The leader guy, Haruhiko, did, went, from, went from being a sniveling little, I don't know how to, I don't know what I'm doing, I don't want to have to be the new leader guy, to a guy who was clear, clearly the leader. Um, the others didn't grow quite as much, but they were, I mean, Haruhiko and Mary are pretty much the main characters. Who's your favorite character? Uh, it was probably Mary. I hated her at first, but, like, she was actually, like, a good character, I thought. I like the big dude. I don't know his name. It was like Maozu or something like that. Yeah, I like him because he was like the most like level-headed guy yeah. in the whole group. He was the only level-headed guy. Everybody else was all yeah had issues. So yeah, well we're we're divided just like the chat's divided, just like the everyone who seems to watch the show either loves it or hates it. No one's in the middle. Yeah, that's the um, beauty of it, though. You know, I I uh, I was actually thinking I was I was trying to decide whether or not I was going to give this show a four or a four and a half, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, I was I, the, the first anime I thought about when I was trying to come up with a comparison for this was Parasite. I thought Parasite was a good show that had a really terrible ending, uh, kind of a mediocre middle. And so I think I gave Parasite a four. So I'm going to give this uh, four dead kobolds out of five. Okay. I really liked it. I, uh, I can't really... It's closer to a four and a half than a four, but... Yeah, I don't want to give it a better score than a Parasite well, for me. Yeah, and I wanted to give it a one and a half, but I gave it a two. So, so I think we both compromised. So I gave it a four. You gave it a three. So or you gave it a two. So it's going to get a three out of five. And um, yeah, I don't think that's that out of line because uh, if I am to take anything on my anime list into account, <laughs> the chat is blowing. They're losing their minds. They're like, "Holy shit! What?" <laughs> and they're like, yeah. "Nani?" <laughs> this is amazing. So like, it's funny. Like I'm the hater, right? But in reality, on the hierarchy of this show. Yeah. Kimiko is the most generous okay. out of all of us. Chiaki and I are about the same, and you're the hater. I'm not. I, you don't. You hate everything. I don't hate everything. <laughs> you're allowed. You're allowed when <laughs> when there's a good show, and when, when yes, we, when, when we find a good show, we'll know it because you'll like it. And that has That's, happened before. There fine. have been several shows that I've given very good scores to. That is fine. I don't think this was a bad show. I think that, and I think that. Uh, the the polarizing opinion that the show has proves that either you love it or you hate it. Yep, 100%. And we have... Uh, oh, Dong Feast in the chat says, no, Kazuo just has good taste. In That's your, fine. In your face. We, we all have good taste. <laughs> I think so. So, yeah. Um, I think that the show is suitable for a person who wants to watch a more mature version of Dot Hack or a more mature version of, like, your general fantasy game, like, Rutger of Lodos War Show. So, if you want to watch a fast-paced action show, well, yeah. this isn't it because this because Grimgar is more about the, more about the characters working together and like evolving and getting past some of their problems than it is about like fight scenes. That's not really what the show is. Yeah, as most deconstruction really aren't about that. True. So, wow, that was that was that was a good discussion. It was. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I I, I really did enjoy it. And we're up to 404 people in our character battle sign up. Nice. I was actually filling out my character battle bracket. Oh, good. I want to hear. I want to see what you do. So the intro trivia question was, in the anime Charlotte, what exactly is Charlotte? 
I already told you, it's a spider. It's not and then a she spider. Writes things in the web, and like you that's know, that's some pig. That's some pig. Fantastic. I just ate. I just ate me some piggies. <laughs> um, bacon. True. No, Charlotte was a meteor. Oh, that's right. It was the meteor that comes by, comes by the Earth and gives people powers, oh. if I recall correctly. I didn't actually check. I just remembered that. No, no, no. I, th- I think so. I am an old man, so I forget things. That show that. wasn't very good anyway. <laughs> that show was... Now, if you think about Charlotte compared to Grimgar, suddenly Grimgar was looking pretty good. Because <laughs> Charlotte was literal dog shit. Oh, my God. Oh, you know what? I think this is appropriate. Yeah, but I already ate this shit burger. <laughs> Let's play that for, for Charlotte. Thanks. Okay. Anything else? No. Go I, go make your character battle brackets yes. free. I oh, uh, go to the Facebook group page. I got to pimp oh, that right. every time. That's right. Um, so it's uh, facebook.com slash groups slash AAA podcast. We, every day we get more and more people in there and, uh, it's, it's, be- it's a beautiful thing. Long episode. We had a long ass review on Grimgar. 40, 40, almost 45 minutes. We'll see you guys next week after party.